0: Making a video. Making a video. Good morning, afternoon, evening, or night to my rank and review listeners. This is your host and random Canadian Larry Parsons, and you have plugged yourself into an episode on the subject of the Leprechaun franchise. Regular contributor, Mr. Lee Beckman, and yours truly are going to review all eight Leprechaun movies. But we did this one a little bit differently. We decided to meet once a week or talk once a week and do it a movie at a time. So over the course of two months, Mr. Beckman and I tackled all eight of the Leprechaun films. I don't know whether we should feel like congratulating ourselves or if we should hang our heads in shame. I love horror movies. I love horror franchises. But I will confess, Leprechaun had some tough moments for me. Um, So look forward to that. You should probably go into the podcast as usual, understanding that there will be some coarse language and some spoilers for the Leprechaun movies under discussion. If you have feedback for me, you can send that to rankandreview at gmail.com. That's R-A-N-K-N-R-E-V-I-E-W at gmail.com. You can check out the website at rankandreview.ca and if there are other podcasts you'd like to cram into your ears, let me recommend the Terror Table podcast, let me recommend the Shelf-Shedding Movie Show, let me recommend A Lifetime of Hallmark, and please do check out Cobwebs, a gothic cinema podcast. These are all friends of the show. Lend them your ears. And so, without further ado, Let's get into the Leprechauns. Hire to So, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to a different episode of Rank and Review. I mean... Mr. Lee Beckman is a very regular contributor to the podcast, and we have done lots... That's that's not irregular. (laughs) No. Then we've done lots of franchise episodes, but what we're doing with the Leprechaun franchise is that Lee and I are going to meet once a week, and we're going to discuss a Leprechaun movie, and two months from now, we'll have a podcast (laughs) recorded.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: So as we're sitting right now, we're just going to do this quick introduction and we're going to review the first Leprechaun movie. But we've got a long, long, long journey ahead of us. And one of the things that occurred to me, I guess it was, I think I described it to you as a bit of buyer's remorse. Uh, Around Halloween this year, I got this set of Leprechaun, I think at, at Walmart for like 15 bucks. And it was like eight movies, $15. What a good deal. And then I bought it. And then I thought about it for a little
2: while. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what you did wrong. Right. God.
0: I thought about it. I was like, yeah. um, I'd seen the original Leprechaun, and I, I think I've seen a few of the other ones, like back in the 90s, but I, like, I don't even yeah. care to remember which ones. I know yeah. I haven't seen in space or in the hood, and there's two Leprechaun in the Hood in movies. The
2: hood. In the Hood, that, that that's the one that I'm jazzed for. Yeah, I'm probably like I've built it myself uh, built this film up so much that it's going to stank, <laughs> and I'm going to be so disappointed by when like number five comes around. But
0: this basically, to
2: live. Larry.
0: Live. Basically, I was looking at it like. <laughs> I remember kind of sort of the maybe for the first two or three but not in super positive or strong ways so if i go through as is so often the case with franchises that the first couple of installments are clearly the best what have i done to us what are (laughs) what are we in for here like we 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 got our way through the friday the 13th we got our way through the child's play series we got our way through nightmare on elm street but there were peaks and valleys i fear This may be one long, deep, dark valley.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're not wrong. But I I think, like, the bar's not set high to begin with. (laughs) Um, I, what, I think, what, what the two of them really got theatrical releases? Really? I I remember, like, way back in the day seeing posters for it in the theaters. This film was, like, what, 1993, and it was all about, like already a couple of years in the can. So, let's, let's say it was shot like 1990, 91, whatever. Yeah, it would have to be like 1990, even less. Um, and like this is like the sort of like the death bell, the death, net, you know, the bell, like the fat lady is like already gone up and like warmed up to sing like the slasher genre is really at an end. And how they went about it, it was, it was already tired, but yet. This, this film series prevailed, and I just... Anytime I feel bad for Warwick Davis, as he, like, waddles through the scenes and has to choke down some brutal lines...
0: I was nostalgic I, for Freddy Krueger. After yeah. one movie, I was nostalgic yeah. for Freddy Krueger.
2: Yeah, but... Yeah, we'll, we'll get to the first one, <laughs> but anytime I feel bad for Warwick Davis... I then look and look at his nice house that he has in the English countryside, and his eight million dollars. And I go, you know what? I'm sure he sat in the chair many a time and said fuck it i'm getting paid
0: <laughs> oh i think a case could be made and again i haven't watched all these yet we're only going to talk about the first one today but that it yeah. would probably be more fun to make a leprechaun movie than it would be to watch a leprechaun movie
2: it it, it it that might be the case that might be the case hey you're talking to a person who like will utterly defend he's got i like, i've got those puppet master movies all on dvd so yeah i there's no judging here there is a cult falling for it for like which people who are you i don't know
0: but i don't um, know like the puppet masters know that they're stupid i guess leprechaun knows it's silly too but it plays itself straight it, it, it kind of like it's got the goofy humor in it but it's yeah. it's not sort of the obvious we have no money we have we're just making do kind of vibe that uh yeah. the puppet masters have like, yeah. the first movie, anyway, seems well enough put together. The acting isn't bad. The production is competent. There's okay yeah. special effects for its time. Yeah. Why is your villain a fucking leprechaun? We have
2: a... The script had bounced around Hollywood for quite some time and was originally supposed to be this serious straight-laced horror film about a leprechaun, which you could honestly do. But if you were going to do it, you'd have to, like, not show the leprechaun a whole lot.
0: <laughs> we talked about so. this in, in Child's Play. There's a size problem, right? Yep. If it comes to a foot chase between you and a leprechaun, unless he's using his magic, you're going to win. If yep. the leprechaun jumps and starts attacking you, he is, a like, a 10% of your body weight. You could throw him across okay. the room like a doll. The fact that he's indestructible is a problem. But yeah. his physical size makes his threat considerably yeah. less.
2: Yeah, and what's with the fighting? <laughs> he, like he, he 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 for the first half of the movie, he's got all these like he's got magic. Like that's the one thing I kept on thinking is that the one thing that that he, he has of, uh, above Chucky, the advantage he has is that he's full of magic, so he can like leapfrog all around. He can change into things. You know, he could, you know, literally turn someone into a pig or whatever. But he goes out and he bites people, and I kept on th- thinking the movie was going to do something like that. Like, if you get bit by this leprechaun, you slowly turn into one or something. But nope. it never went there. I thought that was, I don't know, that was one of those. That's a cool idea. He just bit everyone for the first half of the movie. Yeah. So I don't know.
0: Well, we I can. We're already,
2: we're already talking about the first movie. Yeah. We're
0: just, um, uh, just in generalities. Is there anything you wanted to say as to what you're expecting out of the Leprechaun franchise?
2: I'm expecting uh, completely dumb, hopefully dumb fun. I mean, this is it's a there's this is a film series that has Leprechaun in the hood not once but twice. That that alone intrigues me. I, like, watch this movie completely is horrible. I don't know. I'm, I'm getting a sort of Charles Brand vibe off of off of the series that you know with that.
0: Yeah, but shitter, again, shitter I give Charles Brand a pass. Right? I give Brand a pass because of how ch- ch- uh, cheaply done and executed and ambitious his movies are. The Band yeah. Enterprises will take a a a a million dollar idea and do it for a thousand dollars, and and it knows
2: that it's it's a schlocky midnight movie, anyways. And I think that's one thing that. If you're going to go into that realm anyways, go hard. Your movie's about a killer leprechaun. Yeah. But anyways, we are, we are bleeding into the first movie yeah. already.
0: Uh, if you're going to do like, traditional like Irish or, or, or Celtic fairy tales, like The Hallow or Don't Be Afraid of the Dark, you can do that. Yeah. You can make them scary. I'm saying yeah. that the leprechaun as a brand is just not scary. I don't know if they were going for the Santa Claus thing, whereas typically we see Santa Claus as this very loving, warm feature, so seeing him wielding an axe is frightening. But when you have a little guy in a green tuxedo with buckles on his shoes, I'm not scared. And note to to the writers, I'm not laughing either. This is my problem, and we're going to start the reviews right away here, but this is my problem right out the gate. They are measured as horror comedies. Did you laugh? And were you scared? Neither. Yeah, that's a yeah. problem. That's a problem. Yeah. Should we start? Is there anything else you wanted to say?
2: Uh, well, I'm glad that Warwick Davis exists. He's Willow. Yeah. He's Willow.
0: He was Willow at the age of 16. Think about that. Headlining oh. a fantasy movie at the age of 16.
2: My daughter and I, my daughter and I, just started watching that. Actually. hmm
0: It's still that's
2: good. Warwick Davis. And Billy Barty, Billy Barty's in that. Do you remember Billy Barbie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, anyways, um, I'm glad that he made a lot of money off this franchise, like, if, if anything. So, good for him.
0: No, there's not um, a lot of roles for people of, you know, diminished size. I don't know what the proper yeah. term for his condition is, but like, uh, and he is a decent actor, and he is yeah, at least are. trying to have fun with it. Um, yeah. You know, I, I I don't think the problem with these movies, as far as I'm concerned, has anything to do with Warwick Davis.
2: No, in fact, if anything, he is the sort of appeal. He is the leprechaun for so many years, but I don't know. I don't know. This is it's going to be interesting. I think the experiment's going to going to be interesting. Like, let's be perfectly honest. We're not watching high art.
0: Here. No, no, we're not. So week one.
2: The luck of the Irish is being packed and shipped to a little town in South Dakota whose luck may have just run out.
0: It'd be a leprechaun. Um, From writer-director Mark Jones. I don't know if he did anything other than this, or if he just went into hiding afterwards, but uh, he brings us Leprechaun. And I think as I touched on in the introduction, for me, one of the main problems that I had with the movie, although, like, it's fine, I guess, in that it has an A, B, and C, and it's not incompetently executed,
2: No, it feels very, um, by the book standard.
0: Yeah. But I just found myself repeatedly asking, who is this movie for? There's, there's a bunch of scenes with this cute little kid and his mentally diminished buddy that are, yeah, yeah. they're hanging out already. I'm like, Oh, right. And this is going to be grating. Right. But but these characters are safe characters. Like, right away, just from the tone of the movie, they're not going to kill a kid, and they're not going to kill a person with special needs, right? It's, oh, I think... I, I...
2: Yeah, okay. I didn't...
0: Yeah. I, right away, I felt that that was not in this movie's blueprint. I really didn't. And Jennifer okay. Aniston was sort of established as our final girl. Uh, yes. So there was this guy that she was clearly very interested in, who was kept on acting yep. heroic... I thought he might get killed, but I wasn't afraid for anyone else. And the presentation of it sold me that other than a couple of scenes where the violence got a little bit stronger than you would expect. I felt like we were playing in a safe PG kids arena until it just stepped over the line, not a much, maybe not even enough, but it got itself an R rating. So it's not for the kids. But it's, it, it's kind of too silly to be taken anywhere near seriously by adults. It's not exactly funny, and it's certainly not that scary. So yeah. it's this sort of hypnotizingly odd pseudo-slasher movie. And I, I, I know, I'd, even if I'd done one or the otherly, even if I'd laughed a lot but wasn't scared yeah. or had felt some suspense but didn't find it funny, I would be able to be a little bit more positive about it. But at the end yeah. of the day, I watched it front to back and largely felt nothing. Not even yep. like the only times that I felt really cringed like is when they'd speed up the film to make work David move faster yeah. That yeah, actually hurt my heart a little bit. It was just it, it just looked so childish and silly and I was just like Yeah Any chance of being scary now is completely vanished from your movie and they're only doing yeah. it because he cannot move fast enough to look scary in that scene So yep. there's a lot of problems here I don't understand why this was the movie that captured the imagination of people so that there were seven more movies to follow it. But I'm not going to foam at the mouth and say it's this huge piece of garbage. It's not Birdemic. It's not The Room. It's not bad enough to be memor- like memorable and to be yeah. honored in that same way. It is yeah. a flavorless mint of a movie. I could. Yeah. It's one of those things where you could forget it as you were watching it. And yeah. that's kind of where I start with my review of Leprechaun. And I know, yeah. ouch, but that's just how I feel.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I kind of agree with you that this film's greatest and cardinal sin is that it has the dubious pleasure of being boring and meh. Um, it wants to be a comedy horror right off the bat. Um, and we have Warwick Davis to actually do thank for that from what I've read is that it was his idea in pre-production to make this a lot more comedic a la, you know, because Freddy Cougar was still very much you know, at the height of the box office power so original, the original idea was to make this a straight lace and then they went kind of comedy and they should have gone like balls to the walls it is a small budget movie. Uh, if you do look at the budget somewhat, um, but one, you know, here's the thing: you've got this lead character that's essentially a monster or a serial killer monster. We'll say monster who can do magic. Spend your budget on that. <laughs> Make the kills as ridiculous
0: as possible, and it does. None of that. Well, and I think in trying to spread as wide a, a net as possible, they wanted everyone to like this. Hardcore horror fans will like it, but they can yep. bring the younger kids as well. They end up pleasing kind of nobody. Yep. Yep. There's another weird aspect. Like, I don't know if he did his homework, because I haven't done a lot of, like, hardcore studying into the lore of the leprechaun. Is it yep. really a thing that leprechauns are obsessed with their shoes? Is that a thing? There's this whole point they keep going back to in this movie i had no memory of it until i re-watched it and i'll have to keep my eye on this going forward where as he's trashing the house to do, to find his gold he stops yeah. and he polishes all the shoes in the house and at yeah, one point when they're trying yeah, to yeah. escape from him they throw a bunch of shoes in the dirt and before he pursues them he wipes the dirt off the shoes before he pursues them and like that's absurd it's not really funny it's absurd but yeah. Is it a real lore thing of leprechauns? I really hope so, because if it isn't, that is a very specific thing that you included in your movie, writer-director Mark Jones, and I wonder if it doesn't have more to do with your hang-ups than this little
2: leprechaun. Yeah, I think this director does have a thing for, like, making movies about small... Well, he likes having, you know, very small people in his movies. He also did Rumble Stillskin. Uh, three years later. So he's got a thing for small people. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Um,
0: I don't know. we have Jennifer um, Aniston in her first starring role. And... Oh
2: yeah, and I, I don't know. It, it, it was weird. <laughs> There's these like, long tracking shots when the leprechaun's supposed to be chasing her. and of course the shot is you know focusing you know on that body part
0: on her legs and her, her butt as she's running away.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I felt wrong. It was just like, ew, no, I uh, don't know what it is, Whether there was like the sort of collection of the whole like early nineties thing. I don't know.
0: It just, I got over yeah, the short part. shorts right away. I kind of just took it as part and partial with the genre. But what was yeah. interesting to me is she, her, her character's name was Rachel and friends, right? Y- yes. Uh, she's playing Rachel in this movie I think that you could make a case that like (laughs) when she first gets to the dusty old cabin everything is too gross and below her and ew 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 ew." it's like this is Rachel this is totally (laughs) Rachel like they've already cast her as a girl who's just you know too good to be around dirty things
2: also this is the 90s so we have to you know make the claim that I'm also a feminist blah 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 I'm like yeah that's the
0: 90s but is it because what's the thing that makes her decide to stay a cute a boy. boy there's a cute boy and suddenly her attitude completely changes
2: oh I know I know <laughs> I know there was just a lot of very very 90s things right, just sort of screaming and shouting right off the bat with this movie um I did sort of giggle at him running biking quickly at that, on the bicycle on the highway scene I know it's you know it was a bad film idea and tactic to, to do it and, and whatnot but it did make me giggle um, yeah, <laughs>
0: just anytime you have to speed up the film to make someone look like they can move faster than they can, it becomes yeah. a percentage heartbreaking to me. Yeah, it, it is just, it, it's not if it's if they were going for funny, it did not make me laugh. It, like I said, it kind of hurt my heart a little bit when I saw them speeding yeah. up the film. It was just like, oh, there had to be a better way, you guys. Take a different angle on that, <laughs> make them
2: make him have a little car. Like, come on.
0: Well, they did. He inexplicably find a fully functioning, drivable car at one point that was made just for his size. Right. I stand corrected. Thank you, sir. And Thank you. Like I say, the movie doesn't have the courage to kill any of the characters we like. It's almost like they started this out and it was going to be a kids' horror movie, but then someone said, amp up the blood and the swears. But like... Mm-hmm. The, her, Aniston's dad gets bit in the hand and then he disappears from the movie and then we have Jennifer Aniston, her cute boyfriend, a little kid and his, you know, I don't know if he, the guy was supposed to be autistic or what,
2: the mental I, impairment. I, I sort of him as, you know, I, the term is global delay, but yeah, and I was worried, you know, but right now, like, about the fuck, 10 minute mark, thinking, oh man, if these two characters are going to be at least sporting characters. Please stop. No, no, they're going to be annoying.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, and they kind of are. They, they established the little kid is gets his attention by sh- using his slingshot to, you know, shoot pebbles at his face. That's not yeah. fucking cool at all, right? And they have this yeah. conversation when they find the pot of gold. The little kid says, we can take you to the hospital and get your brain fixed. Yeah. Just, like, really? Like, yeah. Is the kid that stupid, or is the movie that stupid? Because I think that the movie is that stupid.
2: Yeah, there's very little empathy on certain subjects
0: with this movie. So, like, I want to feel empathy or fear for these characters, and I don't. A, because yeah. I'm not super crazy about them, and B, because I just know the movie's not going to have the courage to kill them off. As a result, the people who do get killed off is a police officer we don't know, and a guy who works at a pawn shop, who we don't particularly know.
2: Yeah. What, what did happen to the father?
0: Like, I know he got bit, but that was... They took him it. to the hospital, and he was had to be stay, stay overnight for observation, and they That's went back broken. to the, the cabin. That's how much I actually cared about this movie in a lot of ways but again like they weren't going to they weren't going to kill the kid they weren't going to kill Jennifer Aniston i thought they might kill the heroic guy but no also yeah. and like i get it that this is something that other horror movies are guilty of how many times yeah. can you shoot this thing full in the chest with a double barrel shotgun and have it get up before you realize the shotgun is not fucking doing anything it like started to drive me crazy like why why are you reloading your gun Like, he's magically popping from one cupboard to the next. This is the seventh time you've shot him in the fucking face with a shotgun. It It is not not working. working. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah. You know, find option B. Oh, wait, what? (laughs) A four-leaf clover? Hell, surprise. Yeah, I...
0: I tend to agree with you, Lee, that the movie either needed to be way darker than it was or just lean on its PG, goofy, kid-friendly aesthetic. I think it might not have been a great movie on either end of the spectrum, but it would have had its own identity. As it sits now, it's just all over the place, and it kind of does nothing for me. It's not bad enough to be celebrated for being bad, but it's bad enough for me to not particularly recommend it, you know? I've watched worse movies. It didn't hurt going down the way some do, but I—it's not for me.
2: Yeah, no, it's that's the sort of sad fact that even if it was such incompetent filmmaking that we could just laugh the sheer you know stew of atrociousness, but the fact that it you know at least has a you know it's also at ninety minutes. It's not that all that long. No, it feels Uh, long. Yeah, and it's got that whole, oh, look, it's got a young Jennifer Aniston in, in a lead role kind of appeal, and I, you know, I bet that's pro- probably one of the reasons why it had some sort of weird attracted audience, because it's Jennifer, As- Jennifer Aniston's first big movie.
0: I bet you that definitely pumped the sales on the uh, VHS or whatever when it came out, which would yeah, probably yeah. justify the sequel, so maybe yeah. this is all Jennifer Aniston's fault. Thanks a lot. <laughs> thanks jennifer let's go back let's go back to where you were before about warwick davis because here's what i'm not gonna do i'm not gonna talk shit about warwick davis okay at least not yet no he's yeah he's buried in makeup and he's got terrible lines to deliver but he never seems to be phoning it in he is really giving it all he's got and uh, yes. he at least is having fun. I can tell that he's able to laugh at himself and have fun with it. You know, there's a lot of people who probably would have resented the offer, right? I don't want to play a homicidal leprechaun. And he's like, no, I'm not only going to play a homicidal re- leprechaun, but I'm going to have a ball with it. And good yeah. on you. Because I'm, I'm sure he didn't know that there was so many more, much more leprechaun in his future. But, you know, yeah. actors got to eat, as you've said. And... Uh, yeah. If you're gonna be in the, if you're gonna be in a movie, even in a bad movie, be the best part of that bad movie. So hats yep. off to you, Warwick Davis. I'm sorry to talk shit about your movie, but uh, I would buy you a beer. You know, no problems. <laughs> so, uh, I, I get the sense
2: that he, he, he knows fairly well what Lebrikon is you know, the whole sort of like lexicon of the film universe. Hey, like I said. See, It it, it got him a nice house in a very expensive part of England. So I'm happy for that. It's just. How about. Here's
0: another one. I know I'm just pie in the sky and just making ideas here, but why not set this thing in Ireland? Why not show us the culture? Why not have it make sense for, you know, uh, people to. Yeah, that was
2: another thing. We've got this sort of. You know, all the Irish, you know battle or duel I don't know whatever you want to call it but it's in Wisconsin is this
0: the movie? I don't even know I don't i don't really think it matters it's somewhere rural America but there's no yeah. reason for it not to be in Ireland is my point I yeah. guess other than production value it would be, be more expensive but like if you're going to get into this fairy culture thing and you're going to get into this Irish mysticism let's see a few Irish people in this movie how about that yeah yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> You have them the first, what, 10 minutes, and and then they're gone. I mean, I know, like, the one makes it reappears re- re- uh, re- with the three-quarter mark.
0: Yeah, in so the that would be absolutely worst a sequence. Sorry. People. Yeah. The absolute worst sequence is that when she goes to the uh, old age home to talk yeah. to the old Irish guy, and she can't find him. The leprechaun's in the room, and then all of a sudden, he's dead on top of the elevator for some reason. No explanation as to how, no explanation, like, really, really sloppy. Like, I gotta say, I go, looking into next week for Leprechaun 2, I'm already pretty low with the morale. They're gonna have to either embrace one side or the other, embrace the scares or embrace the stupid, and uh, be good at that. (laughs) Or else I have the feeling that this is going to be a long slog. (laughs) I get the sense
2: they, they didn't know what they had yet. You know, I think they made this sort of mishmash. Clearly, it's a movie that did know what it wanted to be from the get-go.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, like I said, the comedic element came in when Warwick Davis sort of brought this idea, and they, I'm sure they went, "Brilliant, let's go with it." Um, uh, and I kind of get the sense that that ultimately hurt the movie, trying to make it this sort of what what works for Nightmare on. What worked for Nightmare on Elm Street is not exactly going to work for you. But that's part of the problem. I kept on thinking of, you know, scarier ideas for a leprechaun movie you while can't. I'm watching this movie. And I thought, that is not a good sign.
0: Well, so. and you, you just, again, the kills. He snaps one guy's neck. I don't believe it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That one woman backs away from him she falls down the stairs and breaks her own neck. I guess I believe that. Uh, yeah. When he's trying to run and be faster, when he's chasing the girl in the wheelchair. I don't believe it yeah I need to believe it a little bit
2: yeah and like I said what's with the biting (laughs) always with the biting
0: well hopefully next week there'll be less biting we're about 17 minutes in is there anything else you want to say about leprechaun
2: leprechaun no I you know what I would say be positive it's going to turn itself around I just I'm getting the sense they just didn't know what they had yet and what made it really made the juices flow so that's what I'm hoping for I'm being optimistic Larry well, I agree with you that Leprechaun is it's not a good movie it's like I said it's not even it's not even a, it's a fine movie it's just meh it's meh it is meh on the more sort of negative level yeah. and we could have gone like really sort of being mean to it, but I don't want to because it's Willow.
0: <laughs> well, if we get all our mean out on the first movie, what are we going to do on movies 5, 6, and 7? <laughs> because they're going to be brilliant, I tell you. Brilliant. Well, I'm going to call that good enough on Leprechaun. Heart it,
2: It's almost time.
0: True love can be hard to find. For some, it takes a lifetime. For him... It took a
2: thousand years. God bless ya. And now that he's finally found her, he's going to love her.
1: I'm back.
2: To death.
0: so then there was Leprechaun 2 I have to confess that it's a marked improvement on the original well not being a fantastic movie by any particular stretch of the imagination it is a marked improvement on the original I think it has a stronger sense of self it knows what it is and it's okay with being what it is um, the humor is lame, but they're leaning into it a little bit <laughs> And we get to see a little bit more of Warwick Davis just being a dick Just being a little shitty leprechaun, doing shitty things to people He pulls a gold tooth out of this homeless guy's mouth And uh, rips a finger off some random dude You don't have to have stolen gold from him to be a target of his evil in this movie No, no, yeah, like it's, it's, it's just an excuse at this point the plot revolves around Mr. Leprechaun wanting to get married. A thousand years ago, his plans were thwarted, so now he's waited all of this time and he's going to claim the long descendant of his lost bride. And she, of course, wants none of this. So, here's the thing which doesn't work in the movie. Our two lead romantic characters.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I would say they're very flat and uh, I'm uh, I really wanted the leprechaun to show up before he showed up we have this little prologue with the leprechaun and then there's about 20 minutes or so of the movie where we're getting to know and like our characters where I really wanted that leprechaun to show up (laughs) but this movie is a straight-up sort of silly goofy horror movie it's an is what it is type of thing like the whole leprechaun franchise and I gotta give it points for being a sequel that actually improved on its original. So, I don't want to yep. pour a whole bunch of praise on it, but it's it's a better, hard R, know-what-you're-getting leprechaun slasher movie. So, I guess I'll give it a B-movie pass. That's where I start on Leprechaun 2. Where's Mr. Beckman? Uh, well,
2: well, Mr. Beckman ultimately... I didn't hate it, that, so I agree with you that it is a marked improvement over Leprechaun. But I don't don't think that's that's hard bar to clear. Anyways, it does uh, so the the film sort of starts to feel like uh, a little more like your standard slasher, which is it is starting to figure out and realize and knows you know what works. We do get you know obviously. Repetitive things like where he was driving a car. I guess some people thought that was funny. Um, and yes, the jokes are flat, but he, he, the, a lot of the red shirts are sort of like archetypes of the ninety characters. We get the sort of you know, lippy waiter. Uh, we um, who else does a leprechaun kill?
0: Well, there's um, that guy the, the who was of, being too aggressive and handsy with our our lead character. He ends up making out with a was a lawnmower blades. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he, that was one of those classic sort of slasher movie punishment kills. He was a bad yeah. character, so he deserved this terrible fate. I also yeah, was yeah. thinking about that death. I, I I mean, obviously, they show his body later, so he was killed by that. But I think one of the more horrifying things about, you know, this guy being forced to dip his face into the lawnmower blades is that that's sort of a survivable injury. Yeah. <laughs>
2: that is true and I will give it a marked improvement on the deaths they're a little more ridiculous and a little more uh, over the top Uh, kudos for the money in the gut kill Yeah. Uh, quite honestly I thought that I mean we knew it was coming a mile away (laughs) but at least it made me sort of chuckle and it is a a very horrific death if you stop oh yeah
0: yeah I mean, he he wants yeah, the leprechaun's gold, so the leprechaun makes it manifest literally inside his stomach. And then he has to get it cut yeah. out of him, and it's, it's grisly. That guy, I think, yeah. arguably gave the best performance in the movie, even though I think he was... He is the best. I think he was so channeling, like, bad. George Carlin a little bit. But if you're going to steal, he's, steal from the best.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, he's by far the most engaging character, and I think he does... Have the the best scenes. I did once again sort of chuckle at the bar scene where our young you know our young protagonist male protagonist sits down and the and his friend uh, what's the character's name again?
0: I uh, the drunk. I can't is remember. Otis? Yeah, is it Otis? I just watched it and I can't remember his name. That's not high
2: praise. No, I know that's the thing. We'll call him Otis for argument's sake. <laughs> now, Otis never breaks foot. He never looks at his friend and realizes it uh, you know, was looking at obviously at Warwick Davis we sort of know it yet but Warwick Davis is off screen right uh, at least those scenes somewhat, somewhat silly and competent and I do love the fact that he does get the you know the, le- the leprechaun drunk yeah um, you know that made me sort of chuckle I mean is he hilarious no But at least he was engaging enough that I went, okay, I'll go along the ride for them. And, I mean, he is a total screw-up. He causes far more
0: problems than he solves them. I cannot admit that I laughed out loud even once while I watched this movie. I I don't think that actually happened. There was one time where the leprechaun showed up unexpectedly, and it was like a halfway-there jump scare for me. But once again, much like the first leprechaun, if you're grading it on it's trying to be a horror comedy it's not that funny and it's not that scary another problem that i have i think and this is going to probably be a long-standing one moving forward with the leprechaun franchise is i think it it crystallized for me watching the second one that he's kind of a combination the leprechaun of like chucky and freddy so yep. he's got all these weird, inconsistent powers that he can draw on, but we're never quite sure what the rules are about them. But he's also yep. this tiny little non physically non-threatening character. So he feels like you yep. can pick him up and throw him across the room. That's the same problem that Chucky has, right? Mm-hmm. So the intimidation yep. factor, no matter how grisly they make his makeup, just isn't there for me. And the fact that he's just this yep. little shit, he has this limitless power, and he makes fun of people and then kills them. I don't know. Uh, I i don't know if I want it, but is there a reason that this leprechaun is such a dick? Or are all leprechauns dicks? Is this something that's going to get explored? I kind of doubt it. but. Um, <laughs>
1: no, no.
2: No, yeah, I, I think you're asking too much of, of the franchise and the writers involved.
0: Right?
1: You
2: know, th- this is sort of along the same line, as you know, Doctor Igles or I'm trying to think other yeah, sort of like comedic horror slasher films. Jack Frost,
0: you know, the killer snowman.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like you know, as I said earlier, it's sort of it sort of feels like it, it's starting to discover and how we could you know keep it going you know obviously it was somewhat successful enough that <laughs> it, it's created sequels so this was the last theatrical release I know the director uh, was also a Roger Corman uh, kid as well like he was VP of production for a while so
0: yeah uh, there it, is that sort
2: of there is a little bit of there's a bit of sort of like wild zaniness um, awfulness to it as well. Uh, I mean, Roger Corman can get way, way nastier and funnier than this one, but it does have a little more of that sort of Roger Corman feel. The sets look really fake, that whole labyrinth scene uh, with them getting caught in the third act, which actually sort of slows the movie down a lot.
0: Yeah, the last Um, ten minutes... The last ten minutes, like as far as reaching a climactic, you know, peak of the movie's action, I I I couldn't tell you what that moment Mm -hmm. was, you know. It has a
2: yeah, Um, and I agree. The two leads also are quite wooden. Yeah, clearly there's no chemistry, uh, but at the same time, the like (laughs) she's a probably you know university-aged young woman who seems sort of like very much still in high school and
0: he does as well. I don't know. It, it, They're they not credibly sense. performed. I don't believe him as a con man. He doesn't seem to have the confidence for it. I don't believe her yeah. either as the, sort of the um, or, or sort of hard to get girl next door, or the, the sort yeah. of vamped up Irish lash that she, last that she's going for in the third act. Um, yeah. It does have a percentage more sleaze to it this time around. I don't know if that's going to be a thing that moves goes on moving forward, but we do have a, we do have a scene where the, the leprechaun is making her strip, and all of this, we're um, making a version of her strip for to lure in one of his victims, um, and it felt weirdly. I mean, I know we're only two movies in, but it felt at the time I was watching it out of a different franchise. Maybe I'm wrong about that, though.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it does up the nudity factor. That does up the. It, it is a, a far more exploitive film than the original Leprechaun not that Leprechaun was a Pulitzer Prize winning classic in its own right Yeah, Um, it is like I said earlier it is starting to figure out that let's make these sort of over the top kills with these sort of cartoonish archetypes that people find annoying and let's watch them get plugged off along with you know the side story of you know He's always going after his gold. That seems to be a you know a consistent narrative. Yeah.
0: Um, Although, like I said, I did appreciate that he wasn't boxed into that in this movie. The last movie, yeah. it seemed it was like specifically the people that had messed with his gold. This movie, anybody yeah. who crosses his path is potentially a victim of the leprechaun.
2: Yeah. Well, and also we do have that whole kidnapping angle, uh, which, depending how. You, It was at least a lot lot more engaging than the other characters and narratives in the original Leprechaun. Um, The Chastity Belt was a little too much, but whatever. (laughs) Um, Like I said, this film, once again, it feels almost like a Charles Brand film. And it's not surprised that, you know, a Roger Coren alumni made this movie.
0: Right.
2: Um, In a lot of ways, could it get even more over the top like let's let's push the lunacy factor somewhat yeah uh but like i said it's it's getting there yeah
0: um i like the concept of him targeting people who are are tricksters themselves like trickster versus trickster i think that there was a little bit of an idea there there was something going on with the if she sneezes three times she's my wife that they started with and then seemed to abandon that halfway through the movie yeah yeah Yeah,
2: that's true. The the narratives, like, the stories do sort of kind of wander in and out. It doesn't feel tight.
0: Right. But, I mean, it is what it is. You're right, this was the last one that was released theatrically, but... Buyer beware if you buy the Leprechaun set. Leprechaun 2 is full frame. No widescreen for this Leprechaun. I watched it in the box. I don't think it really hurt... I don't think it really hurt the, the viewing experience that much. I mean, it's probably the way I would have watched it in 1992 or whenever the hell it came out, right? 94. 94, there we go. I hate myself. Is there anything else that you wanted to say about Leprechaun 2?
2: Um, I don't know. I, I, I like green people. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, it, um, it, it, it's going to give that classic fine treatment for me. It's fine considering yeah. what it is and what it is is a low-budget B to C grade creature feature slasher movie so if you like that sort of thing here's another one if I don't sound enthusiastic it's because I'm not
2: yeah well it's not a complete waste of a waste of time uh by no means or, you know is this Shakespeare as you said
0: um, Warwick Davis is a little, a little more intimidating this time around
2: yeah, he is he is um, like I said I was kind of surprised that it did sort of improve on, on the original Leprechaun which was you know um, how do I say this I guess it was a more wider released horror uh, so I guess I was sort of surprised that it was I mean like I said alright but considerably better I don't know anyways yeah. Leprechaun 2.
0: That's all I got. I mean, I was about to say, did anybody want Leprechaun 2? But obviously they did. There's there's eight of them. (laughs) We'll talk to you about Leprechaun 3 in a week, brother. Las Vegas. A gambler's dream. And a dreamer's paradise. They're all about to meet their worst nightmare. Look out, Vegas. I'm taking over! Now, the leprechaun's back in the city that never sleeps.
2: <laughs> and he no! will not rest until he reclaims his pot of gold. It belongs to me, this gold I smell. Whoever's got it's going to hell. I want me shilling.
1: Hello? <laughs>
0: If we destroy the gold, we get rid of the Leprechaun once and for all. Leprechaun 3, the third time's the charm.
2: Sure. Le- leprechaun 3, did you know that it was the highest, gro- highest grossing straight-to-DVD movie of 1995,
0: Larry? That is disappointing to hear. <laughs> really? I, well, I mean, in, in the age of the direct-to-video movies... There's a lot of actually fairly decent ones in the early to mid 90s. Like, there was less stink on the direct to video for a while. It seems the longer that that sort of medium was around, the more deteriorated. But um I don't know, I don't know. <clears throat> Leprechaun 3 is a strange one. Um Yep. I have to say, I think that they've given up on the horror for Leprechaun 3.
2: Oh, oh, most certainly. Like, this actually kind of felt like a John Waters movie. Yeah. Really? That, it, like, like it, it has. There were so many things. That had, it actually has the potential to be kind of awfully good, if that makes any sense.
0: I mean, the idea of putting the leprechaun in Vegas sort of makes yeah. sense. It's a greedy place, and everybody's yeah. covetous of their gold, and. There's yep. a lot of people and greed that you can be pun- be punished. Yeah. Um. And in a weird way, it started off on the right foot for me. Like right away, he he bites a dude's ear off and bites a dude's toe off, and it's like yeah, pretty hardcore right out the gate. Yeah. Oh
2: no, this film actually doesn't. It doesn't hold back on the juice and the and the meat.
0: Yeah. But there is a little bit of casual racism there at the beginning. So. What,
2: what Larry what no yeah what do you mean the, the sort of the East Indian bond shop owner whatever do you yeah. mean Larry so
0: let's go get ready to have freaking cancel leprechaun Let, let's cancel Warwick Davis so that was not funny young sir
2: oh, oh. <laughs> 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 look look this movie like it, it, it wants to offend it, it has so many caricatures um, and it, like and stereotypes of Vegas, we get the sort of like, you know, body showgirl. We get the sort of over the hill, you know, another sort of you know, showgirl. Well, not really showgirl, but woman who's worked in Vegas for a while, who's also played by the actress from Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two. Yeah, it was great you to see her. That? Yeah, it was good to see her. And um, age has been kind to her. Um, she has. Well, this is 1995, so. Anyways, I thought she. It was neat to see her. It was good to see her. Yeah. Um. But it does. And even that sort of like cheesy Vegas magician.
0: Um, I hate yeah. the magician, dude.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, were there any really characters that you really liked? Like even our 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 lead sort of you know got our 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 male lead his character was oh, completely grating Scott, 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 is,
0: brutal. Yeah, Scott like, is brutal Scott is brutal like he has the strangest resting derp face that I've ever seen Like yeah, and yeah. It's, he, his badness is weirdly fascinating because he's such a yokel bland like nothing face like with his yeah. mouth hanging open for a while and then he gets leprechaun bit and then all of a yeah, sudden this, like, his yeah, performance movie- like it's still bad, but it becomes highly energized and it's like yeah. he's trying way harder than we've ever seen him try anyway. Like, his badness changes, but it's sustained in that it sucks. It's it's weirdly fascinating. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, see, like there are lots of weirdly fascinating things with this movie, but I agree with you. Um, I mean, it's the writing as well, but it, it's the character's execution, and it, it also like doesn't help that he's wearing like an awful early '90s sort of aesthetic clothes, like just that it sort of adds to his douchiness. Um, but the second he's like he's like welcome, he sneaks, he's been stuck into the uh the whole with the well the casino, like he just becomes this douchebag, and yeah. you don't, you can't follow him without, like, you're cheering for the leprechaun. Yeah. You are clearly cheering for the leprechaun, but, like, that's that's also what worked with Jason in a lot of ways. Um, I do think, the like, the film series is starting to figure out, I think, what the, you know, obviously there's an audience for this, <laughs> of, you know, of what the audience wants. And, you know, we want sort of, like, you know, The stereotype of characters that we want to die. And I think that's kind of you know, at least sort of like a bare bones checklist of nineties, if not eighties, slashers.
0: Yeah, no, there's there's some sort of moral sin that needs to be punished. Yeah. And and, uh there's always, you know, that sort of monkey's paw twist. Do you get your wish, but not you don't get your wish. Um, I again, I mean, this is not something that's new to horror franchises, but this movie doesn't feel connected to the other two movies that we've talked about. Like, it, yeah, it just seems like like I don't know where he, he comes into this one as a leprechaun statue with a medallion. That's all new. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um,
2: well, it, 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 yeah, the rules are not consistent. Like, um, like for another like the biting comes back, and he does like take off fingers and other things, and at one point does infect our lead. Like this was not in itself, it's a neat idea, and I do think it was sort of an interesting storyline, what came out of it, but was like, not at all addressed in the first two films, and all of a sudden, it's in here, so there's no continuity rules with this series.
0: What is, what are the leprechaun's powers after all? Like, he can mimic other people's voices, he can make people hallucinate other things, is that really weird yep. robot kill that happens in this movie?
2: I know, I know, like, there's like that that's the one thing like this is a, like a film that like scenes that come out of nowhere. Like of course it's also and like it's an exploitation movie. Like we're not denying this. We're going to get our sort of checklist of nudity and also over the top violence. yeah Everything is really over the top in this movie. Yeah. It really really is.
0: It's weird to me that they don't like I said that this time I feel like they weren't trying to scare us at any point. No. And, and no. to go back to the random acts of his powers this is like Whatever. I mean, I get it. He can have whatever powers. He's like Freddy Krueger in the real world. But at one point, uh, there's a plot point where he gets trapped in a basement. And I just just don't understand how, like, (laughs) a leprechaun who can, like, you know, control robots and and, and make people hallucinate and and make statues shoot arrows, like, can't fucking leprechaun his way out of a basement. I don't understand. (laughs) Like, come on, (laughs) try a little harder, you guys
2: oh i think i mean no (laughs) i mean yes but no (laughs) i don't know i i I did like the scene where they take the guy to the hospital like with the doctors i mean it is very very cheesy but and i don't know i did enjoy that um i also didn't uh um i also didn't mind actually like the script writing in relation to the dialogue of the leprechaun. I mean, it it never hit the level of like, oh, 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 slap worthy. Um, but I wasn't as, I don't know. I like the rhyming game, the rhyming of it.
0: Really? I thought the rhyming scheme was irritatingly off. Like they were going for these limericks, but it was always way off. Like the measure was not right at all. So the punchline wasn't just lame, but it was like out of tune. (laughs)
2: i do agree there are some like rhythm problems at some point but i don't know i i I can totally understand this film being completely irritating on the wrong day yeah like if you're in a bad bad mood you are going to hate this movie hate 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 this movie i've been
0: focusing on the negatives so let me say a few nice things the girl who plays tammy I think, plays some pretty interesting notes when being dealt a shitty, shitty fucking hand. Yeah. Um, This
2: was her one and only uh, uh, film role, too. She quit after this.
0: Yeah. Once you've done Leprechaun 3, what more do you have to offer to the artistic community, really? Um, No, but I honestly thought she was fine. And, like, she was trying, at least. Some people were trying more than others. There was a couple of these heavy gangster guys that had this weird, interesting like quip relationship like they were either brothers or they were a couple there was something weird going on between them and they didn't need to spend that much time on those characters but i i kind of appreciated that what they were going for and just little funny moments that once i embraced that this was now a comedy i could let work for me when he has that little interaction with the elvis impersonator Or how he's just accepted in Vegas because nobody really looks up from their cards, right? Oh, look, a leprechaun. Big fucking deal. I'm playing, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's self-aware. It's not not funny accidentally. It's trying to be funny, and it's embraced that. Is that what we want the leprechaun franchise to do? Is that what it's going to continue to be going forward? I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I don't know. Yeah. It gets trickier when you think like how it's going to rank in with the other ones now. Um, yeah, because I'm I'm still not sure. I know for sure what a leprechaun movie is, and we're three movies in now.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I I do sort of feel that it is starting to sort of come into form on well, what actually a leprechaun film is. Like, it is obviously sort of like below the belt. Politically incorrect, just a titch above a Yui Bowl movie. <laughs> like, like I said, like th- this sort of sort of feels like a John Waters film in a lot of ways because, like, ev- everything goes over the top. Let's get back to the sex robot scene because, like, just <laughs> what just just, the did, hell? just didn't see that coming. No, like, no, it was. Give it it, like,
0: points just, for this. We've never seen uh, somebody get sex roboted to death
2: yeah like see like that's why i that's why I'm, i i I can't quite dismiss leprechaun 3 <laughs> yes. like it like it, it, it's it's each film has shown me something that i didn't know i could see like i have to give the film series this yeah it has some very bizarre scenes and i'm just like what <laughs> okay um the writer of this was the director of the first so like okay. we're, we're back for more I I I'm starting to figure out like this is a very anti-capitalist movie series as well right. because like at the end if you resist the money you destroy the evil you have to destroy the <laughs> if the, you resist the, gold, the money not uh, the you destroy the evil yeah um, it is very Faustian in, in a lot of ways as well yeah. so um, but we knew this like this series was going to be highbrow like this is we're like, like I said we're swimming almost in trauma like waters (laughs) so but we knew this going in
0: well it's it's a weird balancing act that you're offering there because i think it's kind of a complimentary thing to say john waters but it's a deeply hurtful thing to uh, any percentage of Huey Bull is too much (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) well i mean like like i said it's starting to like kind of like bounce back and forth um like i said like the potential is there uh, like there was there was some good ideas in this film there is a lot more they could have done with vegas i agree yeah. like you're in like the Sin city capital uh, where of obviously we know where the series goes <laughs> well, th- this um, was... so it does feel like a missed opportunity once again yeah
0: This is a way that I was sort of defeating the movie because I kept on thinking, "Here's a way it could go," and my ideas of where it could go were always more interesting than the way it actually would. But I was kind of interested (laughs) into what I thought was being set up at the very beginning with the pawn store owner, like the guy. I
2: was sad to see him go. Yeah. Yeah,
0: when the guy first comes in with the statue, he's like missing an eye, an arm, and a leg. And I thought yep. that that was going to be this guy's fate. He was going to keep on fucking with this leprechaun, and each interaction, he was going to be less of him remaining. And instead, the the movie yep. just abandoned that, and he just got they got tired of him, so they just strangled him. But he lost a toe, and he lost yep. a piece of his ear, so I was thinking that the movie was going to just keep going with this, and I would have been into that as, like, a running gag, and, but... Yep. I didn't get that. That's, I guess, not necessarily yeah. the movie's fault, but I wanted that and was denied it.
2: I, I, I agree. It, it was sort of sad to see, and I can't believe I'm saying this in a positive way, it was sad to see that racist stereotype character disappear um, just because, like, I agree, it, it seemed... That could have been the whole movie. It could have been a giant cartoon where the violence just keeps on getting ramped up. And like, if these like, and they had to start, start taking turns beating on each other. Like this was, it couldn't have been like a one-sided beating. Uh, like just having them completely and utterly destroy themselves yeah. to a cartoonish level. I'm talking worse than Con Air, baby. Worse <laughs> than Con Air. But big hell so I don't know um,
0: I'm right I, down the middle I, I, like, on leprechaun three. I can't really endorse it, but it's certainly not it's I mean it is what it's a fucking leprechaun movie. this is the war I'm gonna be facing well, in all of these reviews <laughs> yeah, what be, like, you what do you yeah, think yeah, what are but, your expectations going into leprechaun three? I think it's it's a fairly is what it is leprechaun movie I mean like you say, there's some good faces to see in it. There's some over-the-top deaths, some stuff you didn't see before. We didn't mention the Botox death, where he. Oh he,
2: yes, the Botox. Yes, Caroline Williams does die of the Botox death.
0: She just swells and up yeah, like a and balloon and see, pops. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Like, like, see, that was another one where, like, yeah, kind of disturbing, but it was good to see, uh, get, you know, good old Caroline Williams again. Yeah, and uh, then, so, like, um, the,
0: there's moments, there's moments, but it's very forgettable. Yeah. It's, it's hard to get excited about oh. it, and, uh, I oh, don't know, oh, that's oh, kind oh, of where really. I'm at.
2: But, like, here's the thing, and, like, I, I'm starting to have a theory here. Compared to the other two films, better or worse?
0: Well, this is where I'm having trouble. <laughs> I, I I think that it's better than the first one as far as, like, it kept me... I wasn't bored, I guess, in the same way that I felt myself yep. being bored during passages of the first movie. But I missed that in the yep. second movie they were at least trying to scare me a little bit. So I don't know. Okay. I'm gonna have to wait till I have the leprechaun sweep of the whole franchise to really understand how my ranks are gonna work out. Like I say, I'm three movies in okay. and I don't feel like I know what is what the you know Little green beating heart of a leprechaun movie quite is yet for me.
2: Is is, is that your eternal struggle, Larry? Is uh, well, this your you know new kind of sort of human condition? What is a leprechaun movie?
0: What is a leprechaun? Let's movie? find out. Well, a rank of review. Yeah, we'll t- we'll try again next week to answer that question. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. To be continued.
2: Somewhere in space, he is waiting. Somewhere on this ship, he is watching. He is powerful.
1: What the hell was that?
2: He is evil. He's here. And he's ready... To party. Good evening.
0: Hot stuff coming up. (laughs) Attention. So I'm gonna go out on a limb and, and make the presumption that Leprechaun Four, Leprechaun in Space is the best single standalone entry of the franchise. You are correct, sir. I'm going to say that, but I'm also going to say I would still, even with that praise, have a hard time completely endorsing the movie. But it is its own sort of singular thing. And it was one of those things where it was so audaciously, gleefully stupid that I just had to let go. Like yeah. I, could, I could sit here and say, man, this has no respect for anything that came before it. What exactly are the leprechaun's powers? Like all this bullshit that I've been talking about yeah. before. But at this point, four movies in, leprechaun yeah. in space, I just let go. <laughs> I stopped fighting. I stopped fighting. <laughs> so um, yeah. I, I endorsed the movie as a like guffaw, laugh at how silly this movie is. Uh, yeah. A knowingly, self-consciously bad movie, which is typically yeah. not my fare. I prefer accidentally bad movies over uh, bad movies that are on purpose. But yeah. it's got a it's got a good energy. It's got a good sense of humor, and it's it's just trying to be the best Leprechaun in Space movie it can be. Which you know,
2: yeah. how high is that bar? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I know. Uh, Lord help me Larry I, I, I like this movie more than I should I like this movie a lot um, from the prolific director and I do mean prolific Brian Trenchard Smith once and I've seen this movie twice now um, once I finished it the first time I actually looked up on IMDB and just other articles who this guy is and this guy has been make, been on movie sets for a long time Long time, and he is directed. He almost did a, He's almost a Woody Allen, where he directs a movie almost every single year. Um, on his directing, um, I guess uh, you know line films that he's made. He's made Turkey Shoot. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on Shutter. It's 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 essentially the most dangerous game, but set in the future with
0: prison camps. Uh, Dead End Drive In. I'm aware movie? of that one. I might have watched yeah. it at some point. I, I don't have a clear memory of it. Yeah, uh,
2: BMX Bandits. It's like uh, Nicole Kidman's second movie. Do you remember an old movie with uh,
0: the, the kid from E.T., Henry Thomas, called The Quest? Oh, is that the thing with the tractor under the water or something? Or there's.
2: Yeah, that, that would sound right. Yep, yeah. um, That's him. Night of the Demons 2. That's right, baby. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, um, Drive Hard. Death cheaters. He did a Porky's movie,
0: uh, Atomic Dog. I don't know if you'd ever remember, remember remember that one. He sounds like a for hire type of director. He'll just take whatever next thing comes down the line. Yeah, he's got a
2: couple of kung fu flicks, like uh, Malibu Shark Attack, Blood Tide, Like he is an exploitation king. Right. He's one of Quentin Tarantino's favorite directors. Um, so I I, I, I sort of get. The appeal. Um, he is an. He, well, he got. A, he's Australian, so he, he got to start in Osb. Ozboy, tation movies, um, and and that's what really Leprechaun Four is. It's it's an exploitation film with a capital E. It's a spoof movie, like this movie, like shamelessly, shamelessly rips off a whole bunch of like sci-fi movies from like Star Wars with the lightsaber, which was groaning. Um, aliens more than once, Terminator Two, uh, an old Western, like you name it, any sort of classic sci-fi movie, it, 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 it gleefully st- uh, steals something, um, and like there's really no
0: plot. No, well, like, it knows what it is. The the plot, yeah. such as it was, which is what I was about to sort of get into. Uh, yeah. We have nothing to fill the gaps in between or to explain his sudden return. There's... We're in the future. There's this really bad military badass, you know, Marine squad. They're trying to go for an alien vibe. And there's something so specific about that. Like, unless you send your cast to basic training or get them that, like, rigorous sort of structure and really drill that into them... It's not going to read authentic. And it doesn't at any point read authentic to this movie. It doesn't want to be. But it doesn't have to because the movie doesn't... It's got such a homemade, hands-on, like, goofy feel that it just has to work enough for the scene, not enough for it to be real to the real world, just enough to be real for Leprechaun in space. So I'm saying in another movie where I would be really groaning at, like, the, like... (laughs) base standard military dialogue and the like completely cut out of a fold uh characters that we're gonna see the types that we're subjected to there's there's just something about how aware it is of what it is yeah Yeah. oh no i i I sort of come back to uh
2: james lauren parsons the third uh film rubric (laughs) what is your film trying to achieve and is it successful in doing so and i think what it it's a, like i said it's a spoof movie it wants to shock you um like and offend you like this is an equal opportunity offending movie <laughs> if you are like if you're like any feminist and like any any sort of like joke about women upsets you you're gonna hate this movie right if you're like if you're trans and
0: like have no um, if you're very sensitive to certain things you're gonna hate this movie but it's it's, it's man not man even man trying to make a statement it's not like it's in your face yeah. self-consciously let's yeah. offend trans people it's not that yeah. It no it, it, it's just being what it is from the 1994 or whenever the hell it came out yeah we do have like the their alien ripoff where the alien erupts from within one of the characters. Yes. Like Warwick Davis literally springs out of this dude's penis. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, say what you will. We have not seen that before. No. He he no, managed ben to like smuggle him. himself on board in a very unexpected way. It winks at yep. alien. It is completely ridiculous. And I, I, God help me, I I, I laughed and sort of slapped my forehead and was like, man, I'm I'm 44 years old. What the fuck am I watching (laughs) right (laughs) now? See, I know. Like, I think on a bad day, like, if you were wanting something, like, really sort of serious and intellectually challenging. Well, it wouldn't be Leprechaun in space, would it? (laughs) No, no. Like, this is a very mood-specific
2: and very, you know, only certain people, I think, would, would understand these, what the movie is really going for. You, like, Or maybe not. That's not the right thing to say. Would enjoy it for what it is. I could understand
0: people looking at this and going, this is by... this." I'm dumber because of it. Oh, no. I, I, I can't... I can't... You know, I want to like, s- screen I, My Dinner with Andre immediately afterwards as like an apology yeah. to my brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, like... Like, this movie has cgi effects that would make escape from la proud and oh. i
2: was worried about like 15 minutes in. i'm thinking oh no if, if if this is gonna stay like this like when like when the leprechaun takes out the lightsaber and like
0: was another character i went oh this yeah. is
2: not good and we already had
0: like the scene with princess zarna oh that princess this, like, once... she was yeah. terrible she was not a good actress yeah. The Leprechaun wants to get married to this alien princess at the same time as these military guys have been hired to kill him. At the same time as that, this Professor Mittenhands, I don't know why the hell he's called Mittenhands, who's mainly just a cyborg thing, wants to experiment on said princess to maybe restore his own body and profit. Yeah. There is not a likable character really to be found anywhere in the movie at all, which makes it, you know, easy to watch them die. I swear, though, the token black character is familiar to me. I know that dude yes, from well, somewhere. Yes, I was going to talk about him, but we can if you want. He's actually a legend.
2: Um, we can talk about the director as well, but um, I was going to do a special shout shout out to Miguel A. Nunez Jr. Um, he got his big screen debut in, in, in the classic film, Return of the Living Dead.
0: That's where I knew Spider. him from. He is Spider, but this guy has been in Hollywood for a long, long time. And, he, and if you watch the special features on Return of the Living Dead... When he's, like, um, he homeless at the time, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, and, he, and for having to come around in the 90s where he's a lead in, in a somewhat big Hollywood movie... You are like I don't know. I, I really liked him, so it was good to see Miguel A. Nunes Jr. For all you uh, film uh, film snobs or or uh, you know just
0: lovers of film, you will re- you will you will recognize this guy. He's totally he, one of those guys. He's got that guy yeah. face. I've seen that guy before, yeah, but it but was one of those. There's Spider from Return of the Living Dead. It was one of those lovely payoffs though, because I liked him, but because he was the token black guy, I just assumed he was going to be dead by the end of the movie and oh look yeah. at this. He he gets given a pass. <laughs> yeah, no, he does survi- he does survive, which
2: I, I, I like. I wanna get back to Princess Zarna. Why is she covered in glitter? Like that was that was one of the things where I just went, okay, she's like they've obviously painted her in glitter.
0: <laughs> Why? But then I went, wait a second this is leprechaun yeah. 4 anytime you space. stop to ask yourself a question you've, you 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 yeah if you want to fight this movie you're going to win like absolutely oh, yeah. that's what oh, i said oh, word i just gave up right away and let the movie happen to me because like yeah. again if I, if i if i if i put on my analytical hat even a little bit um, yeah we haven't talked a lot about warwick davis in this and i think if there's a flaw he says if there's a flaw about leprechaun in space is that uh, <laughs> It's I, kind of like an oxymoron, but okay. I think, on one hand, the film is smart in that it gives us a secondary villain out of mitten hands when he turns into the big spider, scorpion, gooey monster. Yeah. because Which is impressive, actually. It's, it's an impressive monster. It's it's and pretty it's like, icky. Nope. And he's gross and, we, and like we don't like him. And he's a secondary villain that kind of takes over the movie from the leprechaun. In a way, yeah. I think that Warwick Davis might get backseat. I swear this whole dynamic of Mr. Professor Mittenhands and that weird lab technician this was all yeah. stuff out of another movie that got poured into yeah. Leprechaun in Space like it does yeah. does not really gel with what's going on at all but it is yeah. weirdly welcome for how odd it is and this oh, yeah. this secondary monster really helps the third act from not you know being a repetition of everything that we've seen in the previous three films.
2: Yeah well i mean once again i, I like i'm, I'm gonna you know, mention the, the screenwriter screenwriter uh tennis a pratt but uh, having seen uh a handful of brian trenchard smith's films and he also did the third one by the way okay uh, so yeah um i think when he they, they, they let him off the leash here uh his films never really have a strong narrative like there's a sort of a backbone of a story and that's one of the problems i had the dead end drive-in is that yeah it's about a drive-in that has been taken over by futuristic punks but they're like there's char- like, it just the movie sort of meanders uh through like a whole bunch of characters there like there is a lead character who wants to escape but it's such a meandering script with just bizarre things that you can't take your eyes off of it because you're waiting for the next sort of outrageous thing and uh that you just kind of go okay and it has quite this dramatic finish and that's kind of leprechaun four maybe not so much the dramatic finish but i was i was like okay i'm
0: in after the whole scrotum exploding penis scene and well like, and leprechaun that is and... very extreme but the movie never gets to that extreme again but you get the feeling like maybe it wanted to i noticed there was oh, okay. a running gag with the the uber hot scientist chick where yeah. she starts off all prim and proper, and then she has yeah. to let her hair down, and then uh, yeah. her 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 top gets all torn up, and then her pants get torn off, and I believe she gets soaking yeah. wet with water. And by the end of yeah. the movie, she's in tatters and her underwear and her bosoms are yeah. heaving, and it's like you'd think that it would be either a satirical thing or they'd be making a statement about it, but it's yeah. it's it's noticeable, but it's not really drawn attention to enough for it to be feel like a statement like it's just like we have this hot chick so let's show her off somehow like it wasn't a statement on it it was just what it was you know oh I see see,
2: to me this movie gets even more and more outrageous like soon after the exploding penis scene if you will and it's Deborah Dunning for all you Home Improvement fans out there who is like the woman that um wasn't gave the, the, the Marina Boner right um Soon after, we have Mittenhand's assistant, essentially performing necrophilia on the princess. And we've got, you know, Mittenhand. Like we, for like half the movie, all he really is is a
0: TV screen that just sort of comes in periodically. I was so glad dead, once dead. we finally got to see him in his entirety. If his entire performance had been that screaming bald head in the screen, I would have said I hated yeah. Hands. But once we got to see that he is yeah. basically a. <laughs> A barely there, humanoid yeah. thing. So then that, that kind of paid I, off a little bit.
2: Yeah, but I mean, like, Mittenhand's sort of, you know, disciplining him as a child. You're a not the person. And this guy was, like, literally, essentially committing rape on this princess. So um, it honestly, it just becomes more and more outrageous as the film goes on. You know, we have a scene where, uh, you know, two our t- two Marines are in, like, the. the Garbage compactor area with like flesh eating bacteria, you know, in the air, they've got these suits on. And of course, the, the leprechaun shows up in an exact same miniature suit. Yeah. Like it's, it's like there's a little weird attention to details where I just laughed and laughed and laughed. It's just um,
0: interesting to me how the movie, it, I mean, it's not really asking for the laugh. It's funny, but yeah. it's not. It's not that desperate scary movie, no, flailing no. for laughs. It just sort of. It it, it just it's enough that it's Leprechaun in space. Of course it's ridiculous, you guys. What yeah. movie did you just press play on, you know? Yeah. If my you don't like really, this movie, it's kind of your fault, which is why yeah. I have a hard time, you know, getting my head around how how to me- measure it. I will yeah. say, it, well, like the previous chapter, it is scare-free, but unlike yeah. the previous chapter, the humor works for me. Yeah, yeah. I love the pancake death scene where, like, the Leprechaun oh my. comes in <laughs> yeah, and I, yeah, like, like, once again, I thought
2: awesome. Um, also, uh, I mean, you and I have seen lots of female breasts on in, on the cinema screen in our sure. day. Um, nothing could prepare me for the outrageous breast scene from Princess Zarna where she's, because, spoilers, she tries to help out the leprechaun and, like, just at one point, like, openly rips open her shirt and says, this is
0: your God. Bow to me. Like, this whole... Well, they make a point of saying if the princess bears her breasts to you, it's a death sentence. Yes. But, I mean, it was also just an excuse to show her boobs. But it's weird in that we'd had a lot of body sort of sexual scenes before this, but no nudity. So, in a weird way, the nudity had more impact when it happened. And it was so random and so not necessary that it was quite funny to me. Like... I, I just, I, I just wish I could say, "Ooh, she was super hot and super attractive." I really think that that woman, her, her performance, what she was being asked to do, was wear a skimpy yeah. outfit and be a trophy and to show her tits. And I guess she did the job, but I really I mean, didn't feel that she was much of an actress. So it kind of no, took away from no, me appreciating no, her.
2: Not at all. But I mean, like, like, I, it, like that scene alone. Like I said, it's so over the top that, like, she's trying to give this back to Valiant I'm an evil villain scene and you know the breasts that like, I, I had my hand to my forehead going oh my god and I did that like many times in this movie and then I thought but I'm enjoying myself no. I'm laughing um because I, I, the film like I said it knows and is even sort of like making fun of all these stereotypes while at the same time being them um Like, this is, like, this is B-movie trash cinema. This is, you know, this is the same pool as Paranaconda.
0: Yeah, Um, just be the best leprechaun in space movie you can be. And and, in that grade, this movie very definitely passes.
2: Yeah, um, I I mean, I even love the fact that it uses the same exploding shot twice. (laughs) One where Mittenhand gets it, and then when the leprechaun blows up in space. And you can still see the pipes... Like, from the original exploding scene, you're just kind of like, okay, like, that's just nuts. I mean, I know they
0: were probably running out of budget, and that's fine, but... Well, he, yeah, no, the, the, really the effect that. with him exploding in space was dumb. I like the idea of the leprechaun briefly turning, quote, giant, but I don't know how yes. well they sold the effect for me, but I yeah, like the, the idea of it. Did. The visual oxymoron did also make me laugh, but yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And like I said, like, Tina and her underwear, thats that's the... The, the other scientists like yeah if, if you watch carefully her her strands of her clothes are continuously tur- torn off the entire movie yeah honestly I almost wish that she just would
0: have been completely naked by the end and just gone well, well that's <laughs> the thing like when they part of me thinks that they wanted so on some level the instinct would be to push it even further even further but um, I don't know it's it's it found its own little sort of groove and it stuck to that. I mean, I don't want to oversell Leprechaun in space, but I do... No. I would be very surprised if, if any other the Leprechaun, you know, entries sort of g- gelled for me in quite this way. I'd be happy if they did, but I'm not anticipating it happening. Um, but... Well, wh- 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 by all accounts... Sorry? By all accounts, uh,
2: this is when, like, and then this is what I kind of wanted from a Leprechaun film. So outrageous, and I, apparently it continues with Leprechaun into Hood, which makes fun of exploitation films which I'm excited to see but this is what I wanted out of a leprechaun film where it is like I said it's an exploitation movie like so over the top so offensive like on a, on a bad day you will hate this movie in the right mood especially after the week I had I wanted to laugh and it, it was cathartic will I look, watch this movie again and another time and think what was I thinking probably but like I said this is a movie that it, it's it's be so bad it's good. It tries to be it. It walks that fine line because I do agree this film utterly fails. Walks rope so nicely and is the and is like it's a midnight movie in a lot of ways. Um, it, but it walks that line so nicely that it just it it, it it hits it hits the dive. It hits the end of the it hits okay. the end. All right. So um, well,
0: I feel your lovely. <laughs> I feel your love. I'm going to I'm going to pull the plug though cuz we've been talking about leprechaun in space for 25 minutes. <laughs> I think that's enough. <laughs> when
2: the hood has never seen anything like this before. Davis, Ice-T, Leprechaun in the Hood, coming year 2G. Okay,
0: this is Leprechaun 5 in the Hood, and Lee, I I wanted to like this movie. I understand. Like, I'd, I'd managed to make it to my 44th year. Yep. <laughs> and have never seen Leprechaun in the Hood. This is, this is yep. my first pass. I guess I had warm feelings, if that's the right thing to say, coming off of Leprechaun in Space.
2: Yeah, yeah, it it got me in the feels, it really did, like really sort of teased a little bit in the sort of cinematic
0: taint, I get it, yep. So like, I was ready to have fun with it, I am like, okay, this is no longer a horror franchise, this is sort of an absurd comedy franchise, but I know this, let's move forward. Look, I have this weird affinity for Mr. Ice-T. I am not uh, into, you know, rap music or hip-hop music particularly at all. I don't have an ear for it. But I will say I think that this band that we're introduced to is terrible. (laughs) But, like, that's that's just my objective, I don't know anything opinion. I don't think they were destined to make it, whether they encountered a leprechaun or not. But Ice-T, there's something about that dude. Like, he got uber famous when I was just a, a, a young teenager for, you know, Cop killer and body count, and then spent basically the bulk of the rest of his like career acting as police officers in movies like yep. New Jack City and in Law and Order and stuff. And he has this unmistakable voice and quality. I don't know if you he's know, the like, most amazing actor, but he is really no. good at, at the vibe of ice tea, and he brings that yep. and that is something that I I I I have a soft spot for. So yep. and again, like I think that our main actors in the band are actually some of the best actors that we've had so far.
2: Here's, okay, so, I mean, are you getting into your, like, annual, like, critique of the movie? Because this is where it gets frustrating for me, but okay, go ahead.
0: No, I'm just saying, I think that the actors are doing the best they can with the material, especially those main three guys. More so than any other of the Leprechaun movies so far. Yes, I agree that,
2: that... That the acting on a whole is by the best of the series, yeah. and none of this is IC's fault as well. That
0: what went wrong. No. But go ahead. Well, I just think that, like, for the first time in the franchise, when some of our main characters actually died, it mattered a little bit. Yes, um, I want to applaud it, but that is the only thing that I can think to say that I can applaud it for, because almost across the board. Like, all of the Leprechaun movies have been cheap. This is the first Leprechaun movie that feels cheap. Which, do you mean, like, aesthetically? Yeah. Because, by
2: far, this one feels had the most sort of sleekest production. I agree that it's still a low-budget movie, but they actually put money into this.
0: I just think the
2: there's a weird I awkwardness think to the wrong, it. They hired the wrong people, is what I'm going to
0: argue. Maybe there's some weird awkwardness to it. Scenes just go on for way too long. They clearly yeah. only have like certain angles that they can like the. Either there's a time constraint, or like they don't have yeah. another wall there, so they can't reverse yeah. the shot. There's things play out way too long, and they just have a fake, cheap look to them. I get that everybody's acting and committed to this ridiculous premise, but there was a theme we were connecting with all the other leprechaun movies that they didn't have any kind of respect for the what had happened before but now all of a sudden this time we care about the leprechaun statue and the medallion and we're bringing that back into the mix and the introduce of this little pipe that hypnotizes people this musical instrument I guess we could be getting into the plot. The point is is that there's nice things that I can say about the movie, but if anyone was to ask me, A, did I like Leprechaun in the Hood, and B, would I recommend Leprechaun in the Hood, my answer would be no, I did not, and no, I do not. That's where I start. uh, You find me at a very weird place because I think even if you like go back and listen
2: to the other reviews, I seem very excited for this movie. And it feels very weird, the feelings I have today, especially because this is like the fifth film in a homicidal leprechaun film series. (laughs) that i am hugely disappointed with this movie and i really shouldn't have been surprised i mean this is like i said this is a film based off a homicidal magical little creature like i I, what was i thinking that this this movie was going to be any sort of sense of good i mean at the same time But when I left with four, I sort of thought they had found the magic formula that this is going to be a completely absurdist comedy spoof that could like, obviously, you know, is a slasher thriller, but it's like sort of pinpointing all the sort of stupid stereotype and cliches of every sort of kind of like organized group, you know, be an equal opportunity offender. And it started off on the right foot. <laughs> I mean, he was going to make fun of those, you know, seventies uh, black exploitation movies. We have a, you know, a cheesy joke with the afro and Impul and on all the weapons with ice tea, and you know, lots of midget motherfucker you know, lines that maybe sort of giggle. And then it came to present day, and it just kind of stopped being a satire <laughs> for a while. Or a spoof, and part of it is, is that the overlying narrative with, you know, the three friends and, and, like, like them wanting to be a successful rap group is actually done somewhat technically well. Like, we actually feel for these characters. Like, I went, aww, spoilers, when the, some of them start to die. And I shouldn't care about that. Well, that's, again, done. that's the
0: one compliment I could give the movie. The, the
2: I core know, cast. and it's the lot I know, but it's the wrong compliment. If you go back to number four, like, none of that story... Right from the get-go, we're not going to take seriously. Uh, it, you know, it's just a really body comedy that's offending everyone. Like, each scene, each scene is more outrageous than the next. That's, I guess, what I was anticipating in, you know, expectations these days. And it just kind of... It felt like a dud. There was no bite to it. Yeah, like if, well, even an, if you're
0: gonna be an outrageous comedy, or you can be sort of like a, a passionate drama, but together those two flavors don't yeah. match at all. So scene to scene, it kind of yeah throws us off a little bit.
2: Yeah, like 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 I said, like you think a movie with leprechaun zombie fly girls uh, that. Back, I, back one would be all over that and so excited. But by the time that you know, I guess we saw one early. But the, by the time like that joke was was played, um, they did nothing with them really.
0: Theory about the fly girls—that, fucking terrible music video thing that ends the movie. Yes, was supposed to be in the middle of the movie. Those fly girls come out of nowhere. I guarantee you that scene was him putting a spell on those girls in a club and making them into his fly girls. But it was so terribly executed that they like just made it an afterthought thing at the end credits. Cause those girls come out of nowhere. They're not explained. I'd like, I guess you could just say it's one of leprechaun's random powers that we haven't seen yet, but that is one of the most cringy fucking things. Like, I that music video especially, like they're not in the
2: hood, yeah, yeah. They're not singing
0: in unison. The song is terrible. And I wish I could say that was the worst part of the movie. Uh how do you feel about the treatment of the transgender character in this particular film? Yeah, see,
2: like here's the thing. With when I and I and I'm going back to the fourth one. If you're you have to be an equal opportunity offender, you have to be um, if you're going to do a movie like this, no one is safe. If you're doing it a, a second time, and this might even be the third time they've done a joke about this, about trans people. Now nah, you're just being like you're being a, a bigot and you're being like something wrong.
0: <laughs> I like like to think I don't blanch at this particular thing, but like yep. this was not making any kind of statement. This was making fun of that lifestyle yep. of that that yep. person. Even her death is kind of a punchline. Like it's yep, it's, yep. it's, it's no, not well, well, well handled see. at all. It has not aged well at all. Like I don't think it would it yep. all fly today. But it's still it's a it's a one of those weird things to watch. It it's it doesn't seem like it's that long ago. Like They should have tried a little bit harder. And then they kind of, I don't know, either apologize for it or double down. Because later on, there's this whole subplot where they dress like women to infiltrate the club. And they have this weird, stupid montage. But it's sort of treated like fun. I don't know. I just don't know how to fucking feel about the movie. Because scene for scene, I don't know what the movie's going for. Right? Because there was lots of sort of really...
2: Controversial, controversial, off the wall stuff with four, right? But it can't but I, but like I said, no one was safe. This one seemed just kind of cruel, even with the Korean, like the stereotypical Korean, like a shop
0: owner. Yeah. I get what they were going for, but cartoon and uh, well, don't run a pawn really- shop in the Leprechaun universe. Here's one rule that we're stumbling on. Isn't this the third pawn shop owner to get killed by the Leprechaun?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's that too. I don't know. Like I said, if you're gonna be like a spoof of this, like the jokes have to be fast and furious as well. You can't really fall in love with your lead story (laughs) because there's really, I mean, unfortunately, something like this. Like the narrative has to be so loose (laughs) in a lot of ways, uh, or not, not as sort of you know deep as. And I'm I'm overselling Leprechaun 5 a lot of ways, saying that this story was, like, breathtaking. It's not. It's cliched.
0: It's, you know, every sort of, like, you know, it's the movie Juice in a lot of ways. Well, look, like, the movie about this band who's naively trying to steal their way into the music industry by itself wouldn't work. And the Leprechaun slasher movie in its fifth round probably by itself would be a hard sell. But together... It's kind of a catastrophe. It should be better than it is. It should be more fun than it is. And I go back to this momentum problem. There's a lot of scenes that are about twice as long as they should be. Or we're, yeah, like somebody will walk away, and we will sit there and fucking watch them walk away. <laughs> like it, it's just
2: well, yeah. Well, not only that, like they're like I said, like there's there's a long scene with the three of them right after they've destroyed like the stage and their equipment, and like they're co- and it starts off like a long shot, and it comes and it's just a really a two and a half minute scene of them talking about how screwed they are. The, this seems like rushed from the get go. Like there wasn't even a whole lot of draft. Like any sort of person, any sort of editor with any sort of talent would go and go, you don't even need all this stuff. But there is like odd transitions uh, shot where once again, you know, characters coming out and he's walking for a good, you know, 30 20 seconds, uh, you know, walking towards his friends. And then it's uh, like a a transition fade or whatever you want to call it, where, you know, it almost like he skips closer to his friends and it's either a a weird editing choice and it's trying to be somewhat kind of flashy but doesn't work or literally just an error yeah Uh, it's it's weird we're
0: we're deep in and we haven't talked about warwick davis
2: yeah well i mean warwick davis is warwick davis um here's another thing that was really frustrating because part of the, the appeal if you want to is the sort of like rhyming that the, that the leprechaun dog does you can either find it extremely annoying or you know kind of giggle at the cheesiness and you would think a movie a culture like hip-hop that this would be kind of a perfect marriage but nope
0: <laughs> no not flying yeah. not flying at all but like just basic things about the leprechauns part of the story again they don't explain where he gets this sort of crew of zombie leprechaun slave women it's like an afterthought towards the end of the movie yeah. But there's also a scene, again that which we've seen before, where he gets trapped in a safe. Yes. And unless I blacked out, like they never explained how he got out of that safe. He just yeah.
2: And see that, but that, see that's the thing. If you're asking these kind of questions with a movie like Leprechaun Five, then it's a problem because. Well...
0: I there was again, I would there was,
2: like there's lots of things that you could have gone, huh? And I yeah. say this back, give this back to four. But then you kind of go, no, it's leprechaun floor in space. It's supposed to be bad. Yeah. I, I I think they forgot what they were doing. Like they, they were trying to make a satire, but if you're gonna do something like this, have people that either love black exploitation and know a thing about black exploitation. I got the sense that this was just a bunch of kind of white guys got together it sounds kind of bad saying this and thought you know let's try and make this you know kind of spoof but knowing really not a whole lot about satire spoof hip hop hip hop culture in general like just no like get high. and this kind of comes back to your review of like the remake of dawn of the dead if you're gonna do it be in love with it yeah i felt no passion with this one yeah it's of course it's, it's a poorly put together movie i really do get the sense that like they, they, they ran out of time ice tea disappears three quarters of this movie and is not seen again until the climax almost
0: um, i think he was so, supposed to be our big secondary villain but they didn't use him enough to have any real stakes there yeah we and knew of that course the it, confrontation would be between the guys and the leprechauns so there was nothing to do with ice tea but kill them to the yeah. movie's credit, I smiled at how many times Ice T was killed in this movie. How many times yeah. is Ice T shot or, or, like, left for dead, but he's still got fight left in him? It does yeah. become, yeah. like, naked gun level kind of ridiculously funny to me at a moment.
2: I mean, and, and really, did he really die at the end of this movie? Did he?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, like, just, uh,.
0: It's got an identity crisis, and it's just got an execution crisis. Like a, yeah. I feel like they're flailing a little bit in the editing to try and make it a little bit more uh, peppy than usual. I also found it unusual. I guess I don't know what that I should have, but this is the yeah, first. Yeah. This is the first episode where the leprechaun wins. It was weird that the leprechaun won this episode. It was like the first time he actually kind of finished. The credits rolled, and the leprechaun was victorious. But. Well, it- because it was like, cross-cut with that fucking terrible dance video. It was like, again, I, I I didn't know how to feel about the ending other than to be happy the movie was finally over, which is never okay. a good sign.
2: Explain, explain something to me to the ending in what I missed because the necklace goes up in the air. Yeah. Stop me if I'm wrong. The necklace goes up in the air, and it's a shot of the
0: necklace going up, and the leprechaun screams. Does he, does it not? Like they, mentors, Im, they imply it's going to like turn him back into the statue. Like it had for ice tea in the prologue of the film.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and, and then the lead character, like the, the, the surviving band member comes out and he does a rap and we find out that he's hypnotized. Like at one point he takes the sunglasses off towards the end and you know, he's hypnotized under the leprechaun spell and he comes out like it, it, makes no sense.
0: It's absolutely the same thing. Like what he did with the fly girls. He sort of like possessed him with some leprechaun powers, but like, yeah, again, I think that the movie also fundamentally fails in that character. Cause he's trying to sell himself doing this really lame, utterly un-gangster rap. You know, it's all positive. Yeah. We're, we're, we're not going to be putting that image out there, but he's absolutely willing to like do crime to get famous. So like well, his character, he's the had... one that
2: sort of begrudgingly does it. But yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But it's it's
0: a classic horror movie setup, like like Seymour in Little Shop of Horrors. As much as we like him, he kills people and feeds them to his plant, and there's a price to be paid for that, yep. right? So like, yeah, it would have been weird in a way structurally had he won, and yet still, that's the ending yep. I was expecting. But the Leprechaun won. And I guess I should have been happy or satisfied with that. But like I said, I was just more happy that the movie was over. Is there anything else yep. you would like to say about Leprechaun in the hood?
2: What was Coolio doing in this movie? <laughs> like, that was the other thing. We have this pastor scene. and The, the and church scene, yeah. Yeah, and, and they come out and they're doing this rap and they're hitting the eye of people. And this Coolio comes out that's, and he just nods his head yes. Well, and that's it.
0: I think that's the one thing that the movie saving grace is like no movie that has Coolio and it can be all bad. Right.
2: That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah. Like everything you say, I, I sort of sadly agree with. It's just like, if you're going to make fun of 90 uh, of the 1990 gangster film, black, you know, Black exploitation, you know, or you know, African American, like what would you call films like Boys in the Hood or um, Menace to Society? Like what, what genre would you call them?
0: Uh, I don't know. Uh, they're sort of like the Angry Young Man film, definitely targeted at a, you know, obviously a black audience, but uh, that sort of popped widely starting in the early 90s. I think in the 70s they were big but mainly just for the the audience that they were they were aimed at. They got their Yeah, more but, but, John,
2: but like you really would call them like young angry men. coming of
0: most of them are coming of age stories. There's obviously an action violent backdrop in, into a lot of them, but a lot yeah. of them is is he going to get into, you know, out of this life of crime? Is he going to, you know, start the business or is he going to go to college or like there's usually a redemption out story that's out there. Um, yeah, I, it seems just to call them thrillers. It seems just to call them action movies, but they're they're kind of yeah. I don't know.
2: So you wouldn't call these black exploitation films then, or at least like we're talking I don't know. Films do you like, think
0: Boys in the Hood is an exploitation film? I thought it was more of a drama. No, than no, see, I would
2: I, I, I would consider that a drama. Yeah, and even films like Baby Boy. Yeah. Um, but like there was a series of the you know of the of urban crime you know gangsters films that. I, I think it could fit with that sort of gangster genre I don't know yeah. and that's what this film is trying to make fun of and if you're gonna do something like this you got and like I said someone who loves this material um you know something that's making fun of like golden grills and silicone yeah. injection buttocks and well that
0: um, air and more than that that's why I, I i sort of more than that, because as much as like we want to laugh, Leprechaun, that's not what we're there for. It's that we're there for you know the kills. And you know what we haven't talked about in like the twenty-two minutes we've been talking about this? The kills, because the they suck. Yeah, they're terrible. Almost all of them. The, the nothing only really sort of a, a, yeah, the only thing that was sort of of notice was the one where the bodyguard gets blown out sort of Sam
2: Raimi style, yeah. and you know, see sort of looks into you know with his you know cat. <sighs> of yeah. thing like yeah they're like uh,
0: that's, even, a the scene, that's a huge fail that's a huge fail for a leprechaun movie more than failing at being satirical at whatever i don't even know how well they were attempting to be satirical i think that the premise was leprechaun in the hood and that's as deep yeah. as they thought about it that's, that's yeah that's, well, that's I,
2: it I, well like i said get someone who loves exploitation cinema and that you know and that was sort of the secret sauce of, of three a little bit and four somewhat. Well, like it, it, if you're playing in this playground, go hard for it. it like you're, you're a film series now. Where what what more outrageous thing can you show us that we haven't seen before?
0: I came and then, in. I, I came in optimistic for Leprechaun in the Hood, and I officially. Yeah. I'm reticent going into Leprechaun back. Well, I'm just sort
2: of angrily disappointed. I wanted my exploitation, and what I got was a circle jerk.
1: Leprechauns, born of earth magic, they were protectors of the king's gold and punish anyone who would steal it. But after the king died, they were all whisked away back into the earth, except for one. You want to
2: hear? Yeah. I haven't smoked a good pipe in a long time.
0: (laughs) I see power coming. Ah!
2: You filthy morfles have tried to steal my riches. Hello, love.
1: It's a leprechaun, and he's after us. He wants his gold back. Come on! Oh! Oh! Damn! Who the fuck just took my (laughs) shit? You compromised all you believed
2: in once you got the goal. No more running. Ah! I like her. You're going back to hell tonight. How tall are you, sweetie?
1: About
2: three foot six. Three
1: foot
2: six? I make up for it in other areas.
1: Ooh, ooh, uh, this is wonderful working, baby. Woo! Hello?
0: Leprechaun back to the hood. <coughs> sad, sad notice. This is the last installment of the Leprechaun franchise, which we will be enjoying the company of Warwick Davis. Unless he makes a cameo or something, one of the other ones, as far as I know. I don't think he does. But as far as playing the Leprechaun as our villain, this is the last. Um, and I'm of mixed feelings above it. A, I still have affection for Warwick Davis. Like, I like the man, I like the actor... I, I s- recently saw video footage of him at a uh, some sort of comic con type place, and not only was he signing people's DVD, but on request he was saying, "Where's me gold?" <laughs> yeah. And uh, I can't imagine like how tired one would get of you know pushing out these catchphrases over and over again. And he did it with a smile on his face. And uh, big respect, Warwick Davis. I'm going to say not nice things about this movie, but Well played, Warwick Davis. Uh, Thank you for your contribution to the Leprechaun franchise. Leprechaun Back to the Hood is a marked improvement on Leprechaun in the Hood. But I would still, like most any other entry in the Leprechaun franchise, have a really hard time saying it was a great movie or even a good one. It starts actually pretty strong, but I think is a long, slow petering out of a movie um that's sort of the cole's note version that's there um, um but uh did leprechaun need to go back to the hood and uh if this is the last uh entry of the original series of leprechauns as a final leprechaun i i don't feel like i don't feel like anybody involved in this movie knew that this was quote the last of the of, of the the series you know once again even though it's a direct sequel to uh leprechaun from in the hood, in the hood one would think we completely start again with his origin story and we completely start again with his powers so uh, again like they can completely reinvent themselves from movie to movie and uh sometimes they're being funny sometimes they're being scary uh the last couple seem to abandon the scary this one seems to be trying to bring it back a little bit how successful we can talk about uh, where do you land on Leprechaun? Back to the hood. <laughs>
2: well, I'm a man of simple
0: taste. You know, <laughs> I, I can sit down and, and watch Bergman or, or Louis Mal film and appreciate its artistic beauty. However, you know, some
2: days, like all full-blooded male Canadians and female Canadians, let's not gender it, I, you know, on, on Saturday night, I just want a slasher or monster movie where people become bloody steak fillets or fillets. Excuse me. I'm not. A, I'm not complicated that way. <laughs> but on
0: this particular Saturday, na- Saturday night, Lep Six, Leprechaun Six, Back to the Hood, quenched my palate. Do you think it um, delivered the gore for you? Um, it, it brought it back in, in, in way more than than the, than the last one. Um, okay. I mean, it's, it's CGI. Um, what I appreciate,
2: though, most of all, is we have a monster movie, which hadn't really been that way since not even the first one. Warwick Davis actually earns his paycheck in this movie, and he doesn't show up, like I mean, except for the beginning, and bravo for the
0: first, I'd say, five minutes of this movie, because we do have that animated... Um, I uh, like the animation service. quite a bit, actually. I thought that was well yeah. executed. Well,
2: it's written and directed by Stephen... Ah. Aya Romuloi, who, shocker, was an animator before he made this movie, so we had some animations, but I think the people behind this franchise, pardon me, excuse me, and the director knew that if they were going to do something even sort of refreshing to this franchise, they had to bring back the monster movie a little bit. Like, at least make him a physical threat. Was I terrified ever in Leprechaun 6? No. No. No, no, no. But at least, you know, it's like really, like not since Jason Voorhees got smacked around like a bad bad donkey in Part Seven, has a series of monster and antagonist been beaten to a mashy pulp. And that he
0: gets one, like, shot that's... an awful lot in this movie. He gets oh, shot yeah. so <laughs> many times where I once again get character fatigue. Like, how many times are you going to shoot that fucking leprechaun before you realize it doesn't do anything?
2: No, I know he's the Terminator. Like, like dude, he gets. Smacked round, beaten to a pulp by a really big, tall black man before he causes that character's death. I think there's three scenes where, like, a plethora of bullets, like people unload clips on this character, and like appears dead, comes back alive, and is even hit with like Cloverfield, you know, bullets at one point.
0: Yeah. That's one thing that sort of ultimately kind of leads it to its death yeah there was but, weird light orbs that came out of him when he got hit with the clover bullets but he could suck them yeah. back in i didn't quite understand what they were going for with that again i i wonder if i understood more about leprechaun lore if that would make sense apparently the connection between leprechauns and cobbling and shoemaking there is that so some yeah. of the stuff that they've been doing in the past does have i guess traditional appeal to it To say yeah. some positive things about leprechaun back to the hood I think once again much like I said with the previous in the hood movie the cast is on point. Uh yep. it's not like a bunch of make do performances it's not a bunch of it does, they don't feel like first time actors like they're committing to the to the ridiculous premise and it doesn't have anything anywhere near as awkward as that like music video sequence in the previous back in oh, the hood no.
2: Gone as well is the sort of the leprechaun's rhyming. He doesn't really rhyme. Completely. Thank
0: you. Yes.
2: Yeah, and I have to say the film is better for it. Yeah. Look, what they you know essentially end up making is a meat and potatoes slasher monster movie. Like this film does not reinvent the wheel and could easily disappear into the whole you know lexicon of monster horror slasher movies. Um, But. It was least functional, and I appreciated that. And they actually seemed to care that this here was a monster, a creature. He wasn't just a, a slapsticky, you know, you know, monster or you know, serial killer. It was a genuine monster, yeah. which I appreciated. It, it, I, I think, like for the first time ever, really, it's like the Leprechaun is some of a threat, and like this character, like jumps on people and what with the biting again? Always <laughs> the biting. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, it, that really did freak me out a little bit. He doesn't do it as much in this one. Like his teeth is sharp. I don't know. Maybe it's this weird video of small like midget like midget-like people coming out with sharp teeth and biting. And critters are terrifying. Well, and gremlins are
0: terrifying. Same idea. I think it's the idea of, well, they have to make a menace because he's so small. It's like I say, the Chucky problem. You feel yeah, like you could just... It's this time. Yeah. But you feel like you could grab him by the scruff of the neck and throw him across the room, uh, given the opportunity. And how yeah. do you make this guy look and feel intimidating? Well, you show that, that maw full of sharp teeth and what it can do yeah. if he gets too close.
2: And, and he changes his eyes early on red, which, I mean, it's a cheap special effect, but once
0: again, I was like, oh, okay. Like, they're at least attempting to make him threatening. Yeah. And I and appreciated it. That's another one of the positives I was going to say. We have the Leprechaun just being a little Leprechaun shit. Uh, he's after these people do find his gold in this place. It was supposed to be a youth center. They spend it interestingly, instead of just the gold, he, they, they've actually spent it, so he has to retrieve it. One of them memorably has a gold tooth pl- placed in her mouth and uh, that was a regrettable yeah. decision for her. Um. <clears throat> so like, it's mildly changed up and we get to see, what was the, was it three where he was in Vegas? I'm already getting them confused. But we're, yes, we're, yes. where we get to see Leprechaun doing his thing and just being a little shit. Uh, yes. Other times we've we've sort of relied more on secondary villains, and I guess there is the yes. sort of bad or the more you know bad guy gangsters that are in this movie. But really, Leprechaun is our focused villain, as should be, as it is a quote Leprechaun movie.
2: Yes, he is the he is the Terminator. <laughs> oh, hold on. Yeah. We're being invaded.
0: Hey, sweetie. Hey, Maya. What do you think about leprechauns? I think they're real. Wow, I wasn't sure, but now that you think it, I think it too. All right, <clears throat> little little guest appearance from Maya there. So I think basically what we're saying is that we both like seeing the leprechaun kind of cut loose and doing his thing. He's not just getting his gold back too. If you're in the wrong place at the wrong time, you you you're it's you're bad luck. It's bad, you're bad luck. There's that one woman who's just in the massage parlor who, who gets a massage from him bizarrely. But I thought she yes, was...
2: uh, Shania Eddie, Yolanda. Okay. Yolanda's death is kind of lame.
0: Well, her, her, her neck break is to... lame, but she didn't steal from him. Is my point. No. Like she was just wrong place, wrong time. Um, And it makes, you know, Leprechaun's Menace that much more. Like, you don't have to wrong him to face his wrath. You can just be in the wrong place at the wrong time. It makes him a little more evil. Yes, yes. I actually do want to shout out to, like, the cast because they actually do hold this movie together uh, because it is a somewhat weak script. But, you know, Paige Kennedy is, of course, uh, Jamie. Uh, Sticky Fig is is that sort of henchman...
2: You know, uh, to the you know main bad guy, is But yeah, Paige Kennedy, Jamie, he's, he's doing his best sort of um, smoky impersonation from that Chris Tucker did in Friday films. Mm. Um, but the violence is also brought back. One of the things, and I know like these movies are like very very low budget. You know, get them out kind of quick, slam bam, thank you, ma'am type of movies. But the, the film does like to cut away a lot and not show the, the death Like you, you hear a scream and that's it. Uh, once in a while and it gets somewhat annoying and it, it, once again it shows up in here but we do have like death bite, like jaw ripped out people lose their legs and they
0: hop around somewhat, there's a death bite bomb that made me giggle and it. it's sort of uh, oh, I appreciate. Thank you for bringing up the police officer because I would have really regretted not mentioning the 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 over the top cop character which I was like when he came out I was like Man, I hope they do something with this because otherwise that was like out of nowhere, but maybe not in a good way But it was okay. actually a deliberate like when he gets his leg ripped off But that yeah. doesn't take the fight out of him like he still wants to go He It's like right yeah. out of monty python and the holy grail yeah. the black knight yeah. And like it's really fucking absurd and that would have been good enough But then later on the leprechaun uses the leg yeah. as a prop for a sight gag yeah. like Yep. um too I far that, yeah. did they ring it too many times arguably but I will admit that did make me smile across the board
2: see like the, this film did kind of made me snicker in a couple of parts. in a couple of parts um I mean the death by bond thing I should have seen coming as well I mean that was just not even like foreshadowed it was just like Barrr.
0: just um, a small note on that. Yeah. It's it's a it's a bong Like uh smash it on the table like you would a beer bottle at a bar or a wine bottle and then stab them. How do you yeah. How do you stab them with the like I don't
2: know. Once again, you're asking what that in a leprechaun movie? Did
0: so. I overthink it? Did I overthink it? Uh and, I, and there's weed with yeah, uh I, with clovers in it and we get to the leprechaun baked. And that's yeah, well, not well. as funny as the movie seems to think it is. And yeah, it's no. totally movie stoned, like, you know, yeah. like cartoon, stupid, lame, and just not as funny as they seem to think it is. So that yeah. didn't work for me. But uh, again, I think this particular entry was better at being scary than funny, but it wasn't particularly ex- excellent at doing no, no, it. No, no. It has a very long yield Climb that it wants to be scary. I am
2: going to shout out also the character of Watson, played by Sheik uh, Mahamud Bey, He's the other sort of big bad in this movie. And so by the time we get to the scene with his character and the leprechaun, once again I did smile somewhat because he does lay the thunder down on this four foot character. And this is even before he's interrupted by son by his girlfriend wanting his attention. And the leprechaun stays and taps his shoes. But it's a beat down, like just over, and then it finally cuts back. And this guy must have exhausted every single essence from his body. Because he looks like a tired raisin by the time he's so tired. It's just a really bizarre scene that, I don't know, like I said, he beats Leprechaun. comes And Leprechaun comes back up and then just rips out his heart, essentially. Yeah.
0: He literally tears out a very movie-looking perfect, clean heart. Yeah. And shows it to yes. him. But again, it's sort of like the leg bit that we had earlier. It's not real world at all. It's it, it's kind of winky. No. But uh, again, those sort of, when you have stuff like that in the movie, when you go to that sort of airplane level of humor, you can't really yeah. ask us to take anything dramatic uh, as seriously. Yeah. Again, remember in the previous Back to the Hood movie, we had a couple of deaths that felt like they really counted. Uh, yeah. Less so, I would say, in this movie. Although I, do, I would still stand by this as a better movie than, than Back to the Hood. The well, production no, I mean, values, although still cheap, still feels like they've gone up a little bit. But, like, uh, yeah. I, I just have a hard time getting excited about it. It would, like, could you well, recommend no. this movie to someone, honestly, in earnest? Like, if someone well, said, should I watch the Leprechaun in the Hood movies? Well,
2: no. Like, I don't want to go out go on say, like, this is, like, the
0: second coming of Christ. <laughs> well, that's this not this what I'm asking. I'm saying, yeah, would no. you recommend it? <sighs> the fact that you make that sound, I think, is, is evidence to what I'm talking
2: about. Yeah, no, it is definitely a run-of-the-mill run, run sort of slasher monster movie, which I, I quite honestly didn't think that we, we could even get to by the sixth of the franchise. It is utterly forgettable. Like, you'll see it it's 87 minutes long it's like it's not a long movie
1: Um,
2: but the fact that you know there are so many things that actually somewhat functionally work in this franchise like once again it's a a sleeker production they do actually it is actually quite a violent movie if you stop and think about it like it's very cartoony a lot of the violence is projected at the leprechaun itself like he is a walking cartoon terminator but they do do away with like I said that you know rhyming thanks that that annoying rhyming
0: yeah bond and they didn't long. have those scenes like in the previous Back to the Hood that just went on way too long this movie was interested in keeping moving forward and I appreciated yeah. that the other movie just had scenes that way overstayed their welcome not all the scenes yeah. in this movie were good but at least they were efficient and what was the Rainbows.
2: That was another thing I was going to ask about because I get the whole little storyline with, you know, the the youth center and how at the end uh, we we have that at least sort of, you know, ended up. But what was with the rainbows? Because it was never sort of consistent. Well,
0: that's where where the the pot of gold was. was. If the leprechaun loses his gold, he triggers the rainbow and it shows him where to go look for his gold, right? But but even like the priests, in the beginning
2: like he doesn't he gets freaked out by it she does fall through the floor and i guess finds it there but then you know at another point it's how he teleports so i'm kind of like he
0: fucking straight up jason Voorhees teleports in this one but again i guess he's a leprechaun and of the fairy folk and they did reinvent his origin at the beginning of the movie so again like every other leprechaun who knows what his power set is?
2: Well, no, like like I said, he's a full-blooded monster uh, in this in this film. Honestly, uh, there's a lot of sort of similarities to I'm going to compare, you know, Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven, The New Blood, to this. It, the, the, it, it really is like they
0: really if you hated the character of the leprechaun and wanted to see him beat to a pulp, this, this is would your be music. this film for you. Fair enough. I mean, like as an
2: entry in the franchise it like it is one of the better ones but it's the leprechaun franchise yeah
0: well and again that's where I'm at I think fatigue has officially set in uh good enough on back to the hood I think
2: I imagine we've probably gone long enough (laughs) tourist
1: destination this village is only like 300 years old whoa now that's
2: creepy there's a lot of things about our village that people don't know about a lot of things that uh, well we like to keep private if it's real history you want to see you need to see the stones of the gods it's a seven hour hike from here but you can always stay in one of the cabins down the road
1: Cabin in
0: the woods. Let's not delay. Leprechaun Origins, directed by Zach Lipovsky. I am did it well. I am I am completely confused as to how to feel about this movie, Beckman. Yeah. Like it's a WWE presentation. That's neither here nor there. I mean they bring money to their production values. Sometimes they can do good stuff. I don't wanna, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I I will say this about WWE: when they let the gloves off, they do
2: actually, you know, they they put money into their gore. It's usually prosthetic, and, and I mean, I guess there is some some CGI, but the
0: the hard R ones, they've brought the red. So I will say that. Yeah, but I don't know. Do you know the name of the wrestler that's playing the Leprechaun in this?
2: Hornswoggle, Horn... uh, aka Dylan Mark. Postal? Postal? Okay. I've seen him before. He used to be sort
0: of like a part of a tag team. Again, I am not a wrestling fan, and that's to my benefit in this movie, because I think if you came to this movie wanting to see this guy's performance, you were going to be disappointed. Oh, yeah, of course. The leprechaun is shown so briefly, like in in, in hot, quick flashes for the most part throughout the movie. Yeah. And when it is shown, it's in quick, sort of skittery close-ups. We get its foot we get its teeth we get its eye and uh a at first monster but at first i thought they were doing this to you know be patient keep the monster in the darkness but the longer the movie went on the more i became convinced that they did not have a good leprechaun to show us the other problem was that uh i don't know that i have loyalty to the original quote franchise of leprechaun but this doesn't doesn't feel like in the same kind of movie at all. It seems like other than there being a leprechaun in it, there's nothing to connect the two. Like there's no I think there's a line or two that references the first movie, but there's no real connective tissue here. Like it doesn't look like a remake, it doesn't look like a reimagining. There's no humor or fun to the movie at all. What it does have going for it that I think no other leprechaun movie truly had to this point was actually decent production values it's yeah. set in ireland but it's clearly shot outside of vancouver between the yeah. between the tree lines and between yeah. all of the canadian you know supporting actors it's a it's a pretty dead giveaway if you know what to look for you can tell when a movie's made outside of vancouver this movie yeah. was made outside of vancouver Brendan Fletcher yep. is a rock solid Canadian character actor. Been working in the business for years, and once again he shows up and is the best part of a not very good movie. He is a Freddy and Jay- Freddie versus Jason, fame. That's right. He's been he's been lots of another movie made in Vancouver, lots of Canadian yep. made films, and even some other ones have him in it, and. He usually overperforms for me. I usually think, no matter what the seat, what the script, no matter how interesting or interesting part, that guy tends to pop for me. And unfortunately, he's, he's like the first person to get killed. He only lasts like the first hour of the movie. So
2: I, I will say this though, and like when we get to you know talk about things we like, he does pop up, but also that scene as well. Um, he's, I mean, I think he's a good character actor. He has this charm about him where he's not quite the asshole, not. Quite quite the uh um, yeah he's not quite the asshole
0: character he's got some charm to him some swarmy charm yeah that just seems to work for him and like the our, our sort of lead girl who's supposed to sort of level up she starts off being not super confident and she ends up being super strong i don't know i'd seen that before uh it wasn't exactly you know blown over by it But I have to go back to this, like, I think the key difference maybe is the animalistic approach on the Leprechaun. I think that the writer-director wanted to make this a fucking scary monster movie. And I I understand that impulse, but by doing that, you've taken anything recognizable out of the Leprechaun franchise. Again, I don't know why this is attached to the Warwick Davis Leprechaun world. And again, it's not that I I hold it in that high esteem or that it's sacred territory for me, but I've already watched six of these movies, so even though they're not consistent as to the world or the rules, I still kind of felt like I knew what a Leprechaun movie was. And as yes. the credits rolled on this, I didn't think this was a Leprechaun movie. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, uh,
2: I have. I, I sort of start off the same way, sort of like... As the end credits rolled on this latest Leprechaun movie, I did ask myself what actually makes a quote-unquote Leprechaun movie because this version has replaced the main villainous character from Warwick Davis with Hornswoggle, a.k.a. Dylan Marcoso, uh For all the WWE fans out there, he's actually a full-blown monster. I didn't mind the look of him. He could easily have been a troll uh but i do like the fact that they let him run around in the shadows for a good little while and he's you know he's got that little house to himself that he can be all stealth and get in and cause some serious violence um as you've guessed they played it straight this time with the horde whether you consider that a good or a bad thing is up to you but it i mean it is a reimagining of it they do play it straight and because of the WWE production, it's just sort of a smidge above the sort of sci-fi monster movies that they do. Sort of. <laughs> I also want to shout out Gary Chalk, who's also in Freddy vs. Jason. By the way, he plays that you know that guy that sort of tricks them at the pub. The main. Uh, sort <laughs> His of
0: Irish accent's a little shaky for me, but I get you know.
2: <laughs> well, are we going to go there and pick a partner
0: for content, or that way? No, I recognize um, that. That's one of the Canadian uh, supporting actors that I recognize. He's just like, oh yeah, this is this guy. This guy works out of Vancouver. <laughs> He's done a lot of TV yeah. and cheap horror. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. But one thing I did sort of come away with *Leprechaun Origins* as well is that,
2: if anything, with this movie, it's a testament that you should really know your romantic partner well, because either he or she at some point will most likely leave your ass behind when the leprechaun <laughs> shit goes down. The sort of examination of like the human condition of positive romantic relationships are not <laughs> well, they get a bad rap here because not once but twice are there scenes where one of the partners, you know, one of the you know, character you know, one of the partners falls down and is clearly about to, you know, die from leprechaun and their partner leaves them in the dust. Yeah. The first time I'm kinda like, whoa. The second time they do it,
0: at least the character acknowledges that and says something. But twice that happened, and I kind of went interesting. Yeah, I think that the writer was trying to make it a little bit about you know the sort of Night of the Living Dead. We're gonna we're gonna eat each other instead of getting together, cooperating to face this threat. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna fight each other, and it did seem that fully one half of our characters were completely unlikable. <laughs> um, yeah. And the other half was just kind of so-so because you just wonder, why are you interacting with these other two? Why do you hang out with these people if they're that terrible? But again, these are not rich characterizations, but we don't look for them. These are are lambs for the slaughter. Literally, they've been tricked into going to this cabin so that the locals can sacrifice them to this leprechaun. I think that I missed having access to the leprechaun like i said they were they were deliberately keeping him in the shadows trying to make him scarier and make him a monster but as silly and campy as i want me gold is i would have liked to know what that thing really wanted other than to kill them like it's an ancient fairy creature it's supposedly intelligent and uh it might as well have been the tasmanian devil or the chupacabra there's nothing really about leprechaun lore other than it likes treasure, you know? Well, it's, it's also sort of kind of made a pseudo deal with the villagers where they have to sacrifice tourists who come once in a while and leave little trails of gold because they have possession yeah. of some of their gold. Spoilers. I'm going to give it some points. Here's yeah. some stuff that this got that, that none of the other leprechauns do. It has a couple of really solid horror movie kills. there's a dude who literally gets his spine ripped out in a kind of slowly it's, it's not like overly convincing, but we hate that guy. We like how drawn out and awful his death was. And there's also a fantastic death by human error in this movie Uh, done with delicious prosthetic, practical effects. This woman accidentally takes an ax in the face from her friends and it is brutal and delicious. Like, I totally saw it coming but it still made me smile and it was like that was a moment that this movie needed and there it is thank well, you for yeah, that it, yeah no it, it definitely made me sort of turn my head and go you sir have my attention i <laughs> was going to say what this movie gets right are the
2: fleeting moments of genuine gore and terror uh there's a sequence where our leads uh, you know the, the death of the one boyfriend our, our, Good Canadian boy, where they're tied up to the trees and the monstrous leprechaun uh, he start, you know, comes in and one of our actors is like bleeding out from these claw marks that have been ripped out on his belly. Uh, and but it is the whole setup and the execution of the scene because they are generally screaming and generally terrified. It it almost had a sort of wrong turn the hills have eyes kind of level. It was just really well done. But sadly, scenes like that are sort of few and far between. Yeah. We yeah. had the axe, we had the axe death. We you know we had the spine thing. Like basically, that you know, and we even have one you know where one of the townspeople is impaled and he's sort of you know still slowly dying and whatnot. So the death, like there are genuine scenes of horror. It just it kind of felt like if it's going to go there, go extreme and make almost like a monstrous texas chainsaw massacre film
0: i didn't feel like they were giving kid gloves like i didn't feel like they went extreme enough as far as the kills for me but they were having zero fun with it it was like the other end of the spectrum whereas the warwick davis movies seem to abandon the horror aspect the deeper we got into them this movie starts out the we are not funny we are not a funny movie this is a scary movie Yep. I also got sick in a way not just the POV shots because I understand that's a good way to hide your creature but the yeah. weird filter they would put on it this sort of like yeah, that predator vision cam whatever the predator vision they went to the well I'd, I'd probably like two too many times with they're over reliant on it like they found yeah. something that they worked hey here our monster's in When we our monster's there as long as we have this point of view shot and I yeah. get, I get it, you know, keep them in the shadows, make us want more. Like, so when the, the creature shows up, it's like, oh shit. But yeah, yeah I got worn out of that tactic and yep. uh, the characters seeing the creature, but us not to a point, but eventually we are there to see this leprechaun in this leprechaun movie. And again, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if I buy the creature, like it does. I, in a way I, It made more sense to me once I saw the creature. Oh, that's why we've been doing all these point-of-view shots. That's why it's been, you know, from the character's perspective. And that's like... Because to me, the more they focus on the creature, the more it kind of looks so-so to me. So you don't like the design of it? Not particularly. It doesn't look like a leprechaun to me. It just looks like a little feral creature. Yeah, no,
2: I, I agree. It does look like very much like a troll or goblin more than a leprechaun but um i didn't mind at least that sort of interpretation if, if you're gonna go scary um i, I do think like it, it's been playing with that whole monster movie over, you know for a while now now it's just it's full-blown there um it's also a liar this film is a lie <laughs> i mentioned it earlier before but if you look at the run time, they said it's like 90 some minutes. This movie is an hour and 15. Barely. The end credits, like I, I, he was showing the layer of it. And then that there was one more.
0: It just I kept going. Know. It just kept going in order to, uh, pad it to a feature length running time. This yeah, is a I, I just... classic, classic sort of tactic that, you know, you're in a, in a movie that's not quite there, where they're like... They shot everything and they still haven't got it to 80 minutes. So all of a sudden the credit scroll is slowed so that it takes 10 minutes. Or there's, uh, I don't know, bloopers or, you know, just weird footage that they've inserted at the end. I, it remind me of the Leprechaun in the Hood movie where we did that Leprechaun dance video. That to me felt like a deleted scene from previously in the movie that... It was too bad to actually include in the movie for real, but as an afterthought, once everything was wrapped up, we'll include it. When you see that shit in a low-budget movie, or any movie, really, you know that they're... It's, it's like vamping. It's like when you're doing a bad stage show and you're just eating the clock with the audience. On yeah. some level, the audience knows that you're just chewing the time right yeah. <laughs> And I, I felt it. Yeah. I do have a question about the
2: ending, though. The last shot. Because obviously, you know, spoilers, our last survivor girl at at least gets to the statue, touches it, and she cannot be harmed. But the second she lets go um, and she hightails it again, she can be sort of hunted. Are we led
0: to believe that there is obviously more than one, as in, like, there's a pack of leprechauns now? Oh, I think the film implicitly uh, tells us that there's more than one leprechaun, but she was making, she was being sacrificed to that one, I think. I think her business with the one, uh, the other ones, I don't know if they were there watching or cheering them on or what they didn't seem yeah. to participate, but when she ran through the tall grass, you could see other things were kind of yeah, paralleling. Her. they were paralleling her. Um, yeah. I don't know like if they were going to give her a pass, but more importantly, I don't care. Like I'm not invested yeah. enough in that character. Like if it would have ended with her death, I would have felt as good if it, her ending with her, you know, being victorious. Yeah. It's weird because the production value and the acting and, like, the effort poured into this movie is, like, legit, I think. But yeah. it's, it, I don't know, I don't know, this might be one of the tougher things to rank. Because it's just technically a better movie than a lot of the Leprechaun movies that we've seen. But it doesn't yeah. feel like it's playing within the Leprechaun rules or in the Leprechaun sort of area. No, I mean, it's, it's a full-blown monster
2: movie what was frustrating to me is that there are, you know, scenes scattered throughout or peppered throughout this movie that actually really work. Like, like I said, there was like a time that I thought, well, this is good, genuine horror. Um, I just, but all of a sudden I kind of, you know, when I was started, I started to think of other movies, that was the problem for me where I kind of thought you, you need to go farther. Sure. I mean, you could, could have made that whole movie with them stuck at the cabin. And if you're going to have multiple leprechauns, you know, running through the whole, you know, fields and everything, you have them trapped and picked off one by one. You don't even need the townsfolk, or at least up until the end. So it was just sort of strange that I thought it's it's almost there. It's one of the,
0: like of course we'll really get lost in the whole vapid space of well, horror monster movies. Yeah, it's more professional than most of the Leprechaun movies we've seen and yet somehow less satisfying. It's a riddle wrapped in an enigma, wrapped in a leprechaun movie. (laughs) It's it's frustrating, once again, because there's potential
2: there. (laughs) That's the thing. But, I mean, it's not a true leprechaun movie. (laughs) If we have to get down to it, it, because there is, like I said, no humor. There's, like, one
0: catchphrase, which is, you know, at the kill, whatnot. I don't know, maybe it would have been cheesy, but even if it had, like, a Gremlin thing, where, like, you know, the Gremlins talk a little bit, but not much. But if yeah. we'd heard it muttered, the blood, or gold, or something, like, give it some kind of personality. I don't know. But yeah. then maybe that would have been stupid, too. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it, it I'm, I'm, I, like, I, where I, st- I'm right back where we started. Like, I honestly don't know how to feel about the movie. Um, it's hard to say that it's, terrible especially when you know grading it against some of these other movies but it just doesn't seem to belong but you didn't hate it either though right well again i just have to compare it to the stew that i've been eating like i i guess i enjoyed watching it more than i enjoyed watching the last two leprechaun in the hoods movies but it feels like completely different um but is that a bad thing is i guess one of the sort of you know Segue questions or side questions. Well, that's and, the like, thing. If, if you're if, doing if, a weird, reboot, sort of like other mediocre monster movies or sort of, you know, at the level monster movies, I mean, would this be, a, you know, a strong recommenda- recommendation? No. But if, you know, you're bored and it's there, if, and if you need that sort of monster movie fix, there are definitely worse ones. Well, again, if you're reinventing it or rebooting it, obviously you're gonna you're going to make it yours this one's definitely more of a horror this one they've redesigned the leprechaun like i get that but i feel like you should honor where you came from to some degree because that's what you're making your money like you, you, you you assume that somebody who watched the original leprechaun franchise and liked it would watch this and like that and they're completely two different entities so when I do my ranks I'm ranking leprechaun movies and this is a movie with leprechaun in it but it's going to be tougher for me to rank like I can't decide there are things about it that are just undeniably better than a lot of the other leprechaun movies but there are things about it that just don't make it feel like it honors the franchise (laughs) not that the franchise is such high great stakes but like there, it would be like if you did a remake of Friday the 13th, and all of a sudden, Jason talked. Uh, wow, that's, that's, a, that's a bold comparison. Well, um, it's like they did a remake of you, Leprechaun, and Leprechaun suddenly didn't talk. That's all I've really changed, right? Yeah, yeah. So would you say that Leprechaun Orange is the quote-unquote black sheep of the franchise? Well, again, I say I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait till I do the ranks to sort of make up my mind. It was an easier watch in a lot of ways. I knew what I was getting right away. I knew what I was getting and I got it. You know, and some of the other, there's this weird, crazy chaos to the other Leprechaun movies that sometimes you want to look away and sometimes it's weirdly hard to look away because there's something so odd about it. And I think that might be the thing that the Leprechaun series had, that they were strange, that they shouldn't be as popular as they were, like that they had something that we couldn't put our finger on, but we kept on coming back to, and whatever that thing is, Origins doesn't have it. Okay, fair enough. Um, I, I also going to shout out that, like, that gory leg scene. Um, it's one of the first injuries to happen. I think when they're running away, the like, really tears apart. Uh, Brendan Fletcher's leg, weird. yeah. Yeah, and, that, and that's also really well done. Like I said, great production values. Yeah. Um, I will say this is really for horror completists only. Um, Which could be said know, of the entire Leprechaun franchise, really.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, not only that, but I'm just sort of thinking of if people are saying, "Well, I need something to sort of just you know turn my brain off, but I want to see bloodlust."
0: There are worse. Ver- there are worse movies than Leprechaun Origins. Uh, uh, that might be sort of like the highest, praise I, can, the highest yeah. praise I can give it. It's another monster movie, but maybe not a Leprechaun movie. Good enough.
2: I say it's good enough I've got a lot of killing to make up for <laughs> This can't be real
1: yeah. do, I, do I look like a figment of imagination to you?
0: Ah! I want me gold Here's the thing my mom always said was real Burn her flinch, blew me down the well to rot.
1: There is a deranged dwarf obsessed with money in the kitchen It's a leprechaun He would murder anyone for his gold
0: Why you look so sore? Audiences love lots of gore.
2: I spent last summer stopping poachers from killing sea turtles in Costa Rica. I can handle a bunch of pocket-sized pixies.
0: The leprechaun returns. Can you believe it? It's been two months. This is this is the last review for the leprechaun franchise we did it brother
2: this feels real i i I feel weepy i feel weepy oh
0: well um this is here's my first question i would say upon watching the leprechaun returns i had sort of stopped watching sci-fi original movies quite a while ago yeah because they just weren't good like they just hadn't been good And I'm not like foaming at the mouth over this, but it's the first sci-fi movie I've watched in a while. And it seems to have fairly decent production values and like I wasn't embarrassed for them, which is traditionally how I felt a lot of the time about sci-fi originals. Um, This also feels like for almost the first time in the Leprechaun franchise, like a canonical sequel. Like a sequel that actually gives a shit about what happened before, at least when it comes to the original Leprechaun movie.
2: No doubt, no doubt. I was gonna say the makers of this film had a deep respect and love for the original, and I don't know if that's exactly warranted. But like, they reconstructed the house from the first
0: movie, Larry, because that house didn't exist anymore. They rebuilt it.
2: Reconstructed the
0: house. Yeah. And characters from the original movie return for this one. The daughter of Jennifer Aniston is our protagonist in this one. Um, Yeah. Everything, like even down to his shoe fetish, is actually represented in this. That doesn't make the movie good by itself, but it's like really the first entry of the series that seems to have respect for what came before it in at least a limited degree. And yep. for that points, the other thing that I will get points, cause I will, I will end up saying some negative things, but, uh, <laughs> the leprechaun has a personality again in the yep. leprechaun origins. What we had was like this feral beastie Tasmanian devil, except for it somehow still like gold, but like there was no personality. We had no, there was no conversation to be had with that particular leprechaun. And I didn't realize how much I missed that, that, like, this Leprechaun's a little shit. He's not Warwick Davis, but he's a hell of a lot closer to the Warwick Davis uh, Leprechaun than the previous installment had been. Yep. So, uh, by Leprechaun movie standards, that's positive things that I'm saying. That said, and I, I don't know that I've ever said this out loud, and I guess I've saved it for the last entry to say it out loud... Of all the franchises that we've covered and maybe of all the franchises in my collection i might have to put the leprechaun at the bottom there's just not enough here to really justify eight movies you know so as much as i can say way to go you guys you finally made a quote-unquote proper respectful sequel to leprechaun It's still not quite all that. And I'm still eight movies deep, pretty unenthusiastic about the franchise. I mean, the movie did nothing to turn me around, particularly. I think it's better than Origins, but that's faint praise. Where do you land?
2: Well, uh, I'm going to start with, you know, I did ask this question earlier, but here we go again. So what makes a quote unquote leprechaun film? this is by far is like it's the closest to the formula of the films that have like that have come before it we have once again a homicidal wisecracking rhyming monstrous elf i'm sorry gnome that's released and and it's the same one from the original actually to wreck vengeance and murder because yeah i think he really likes it (laughs) The gold really here is like it's like it's not the mcguffin at all this time i mean it's there but this version played by lyndon porco like he loves the killing cuz it gets his blood a-, a moving. See what I did there, Larry? Yeah.
0: Well, uh-huh. He he enjoys himself. The limericks are back. I think that they might be slightly better. Yeah. in that like they have like rhyme structures that make sense. Like yeah. some of the other ones were not just cringy because the jokes were bad, they were cringy just because they were they there was no symmetry to the execution of the of the rhyme scheme, like it was it was a, mu- a mess. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, these ones, I feel like they tried a little bit harder. And yes, we have scenes that are funny, mm-hmm. and yes, we have scenes that are scary. It does yeah. tend to do one or the other. Very rarely does it ex- sort of do both successfully. Yeah, I know.
2: I know that that's the thing. Uh, for this being the last film in the fan tr- franchise, a- as a quote-unquote leprechaun sequel, it is one of the stronger ones because there are little shots or moments where the leprechaun is creepy or at least imaginative, but there's, there's things with his hat that he, he, that he does quite well. Um, uh, and also I'm just going to, you know, shout out to the director, Steve Kostansky or Kostosky. I'm sure I'm saying that incorrectly. He is one duo of the much better horror film The Void, by the way. Oh really? Uh, Oh yeah. Uh, and him and the, and the, canadian production crew like they actually have done a lot of sort of shlocky b-horror movie, b-horror movies uh as well as sort of very canadian movies so shout out to that whole production company which i have, forget the name but that
0: well i don't mean to be company. dismissive like it, it's impressively mounted like i've said a lot of times in the past when i'm looking at sci-fi movies not only yeah. are they cheap but they look cheap they feel cheap yeah, this is not a big budget movie, but it, it feels like they're trying. They're doing well to execute it. You know, there's not a bunch of insert commercial here movies. It doesn't yeah. feel quote television like some of them do. Yeah. Um, the CGI certainly hasn't taken over to a really distractingly Ooh, bad no. degree. No, and
2: actually, like a lot of the um, gore scenes are actually prosthetics. Like again, they're, they're really well done. So I kind of give you know special you know shout out points as well. I also do want to shout out uh, out to, uh, to actor Taylor Spritler. She is uh, Lily, the quote unquote daughter of the Jennifer Aniston character. Right, our also. protagonist. Pardon?
0: She's our protagonist. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm also going to shout out to her costume department. <laughs> and I sort of say this embarrassingly as a white blooded male. Never have I found an actress as undesirable as Lily, and I mean this as a compliment. Oh, really? I know what the, what they were going for, and they succeeded. Her clothes weren't fashionable in the like, in the nineties, and they sure aren't now. <laughs> there are prolonged sequences in her granny underwear, and that seems almost like anti-exploitation scenes. It, it's like the filmmakers are mocking the red-blooded lonely male you know in the audience. And we knew that we would eventually get this to, to this point in horror. So, like, shout out. Like, I mean, I do know that. Like I said, it's what they were going for, but I just kind of went hey, this, like, this is a leprechaun... No,
0: but there was no scene where all the girls got into the showers or had a tickle fight or yeah. anything like that that, that, yeah. that maybe well, somebody was waiting for. That hasn't really been real, a real big presence in the leprechaun franchise either. Not that it's been without nudity. There's been a little bit here and there, but it's not really been about right. sex exploitation.
2: particularly. No, no. Well, I mean, I, they at least were committed to the idea that this character was a bit of a shut-in because she was taking care of... Her mother, uh, for most of her life, and she you know she was very, and she'd become very independent and handy around the house and knew a lot of quite of, well, lots of things actually. So you know, I'm I'm saying this as a shout out for you know they stayed true to the character, if you will. Right. Yeah.
0: And she was less of a fuddy duddy because I found Aniston's character kind of unlikable for the first reel of the original movie. She wasn't like, like, oh, ew, this place is old and dirty. (laughs) Why is this place so small and middle class? (laughs) You know, (laughs) like, uh, that was a kind of not super fun aspect of the original character. They brought back the, whatever the issue was, The I don't know if he's like, Got a head injury, or if he's special needs, or if he's supposed to be autistic, or what. But
2: we're gonna say global delay that's a, that's a technical PC term.
0: Okay, let's we'll, let, let's definitely be PC on this motherfucker. But I thought yep. it was interesting that they brought him back, and I was surprised at the use of the character. <laughs> uh, yep. not only do they kill him early in the movie, but they kill him brutally. <laughs> well-
2: this series does have a thing with the Leprechaun bursting out of people. Yeah. I think this is probably the third time, I could be mistaken, there's probably more,
0: where he does come out like a sort of boiling cyst. He, he's they, birthed they from an alien well style. Yeah, he he, he was birthed from the sort of alien style a few times. But yeah, he gets splashed from the water in the well and uh, he's infected by it. And these two little leprechaun feet stick out of his stomach and he kind of bursts. And then he's still kind of alive and twitching and the leprechaun's laughing at him as it happens. And he gets his gold coin back that the guy had swallowed 25 years earlier. Yeah. Um, Like, uh, I, I, I don't mean, usually characters like this when they're in a, a horror movie, a they're cartoonishly portrayed and they definitely check that box, but B yeah. they're usually safe. They don't typically, you know, kill somebody who's handicapped or in any way disabled, quote unquote, in horror yeah. movies. And because they t- taking the time to bring the guy back from the original movie, you'd think that they would do more with him. And, To the movie's credit, they kind of do. Later on, he shows up from the spiritual plane to sort of point our protagonist in the right direction as to how how to deal with this leprechaun. So, I mean, it was, I guess, a good use of character and, like I say, a, a fundamental direct tie to that first movie, which, you know, made it actually feel like it belonged within the, quote, leprechaun universe, which doesn't really exist except for in the first and last movies, really yep
2: yep 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 no no well I think they they did it, they, it was merciful but also smart that they did kill that character about a quarter not even a quarter of the way through the movie enough to get him at least some screen time and reintroduce to the world and it was a nice touch that they were throwing back to the original and uh, you know in this reboot but I mean another 90 minutes with that character and I it just this sour taste in my mouth. No. It just, it like, it,
0: that's the thing. We don't necessarily want him for the whole movie, but we're kind of yeah. not sure how to take his sudden, just, just terrible death. Yeah, And it does split the difference between the leprechaun, you know, getting his gold, give me me gold, yeah. uh, and him just being a random dick. Like, if you're a mail carrier and you happen to cross paths with the leprechaun, yeah. he's going to squish your head.
2: <laughs> well, this leprechaun really likes to kill it. Like, he, he brags about how it gets his blood a flowing or whatever. Yeah. It gets um, his mojo back. Like, the gold is really insignificant in, in this particular one.
0: Well, he gets there. more powers. The more of his gold he gets back, the more power he has. But it, it still it hasn't stopped him from enjoying his just going about being a little evil shit. Yeah.
2: No, <laughs> no. Like, he clearly is going out of his way this time to be just out and out homicidal and mean. I do want to also mention the other red shirts. They, and they're really just fodder for the leprechaun and the countdown is on for their just ends. But yeah. we've got all the generational stereotypes for all, like... I, I will say this for the, the stereotypes uh, of women in the series. There seems to be a lot, a lot of the toxic male stereotypes showing up. I'd say from, I'd say from a cu- couple of, well, no, for a long time. Like they're really aggressive, horny, bullyish, rich, dumb.
0: Well, look, as much as the horror genre is criticized for the dumb bimbo character, which, you know, yeah. does is guilty of having... The asshole yeah. jock character is every bit as much as the staple and cliche, but for some reason yeah. people have a less pro- less of a problem with it.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I don't have a problem with it. I don't. I don't. I don't at all. I just, you know, I. I, I it is uh, very much a stereotype. In slasher films, and I could not wait for these characters to leave.
0: Well, that's sort of the idea. They don't—they want you to have fun with this movie, and I appreciate that. It's a leprechaun movie. Yeah. They don't want you to be devastated by these. So when when that sheet of solar panels comes down yeah. and cuts the dude in yeah. half. Uh, yeah. You can kind of like go, oh, and like smile a little bit. Like you're not like, oh, that was a real person with people who loved and cared about him. And yeah, you know, like no, no, no. You someone's gonna sure. have to tearfully inform the parents. So, no, <laughs> none of this matters in this world. <laughs> you know, uh, the the one chick who's so duplicitous and then the the, the leprechaun promises he won't lay a hand on her. So he just uses yeah. his magic to kill her and he doesn't touch her to kill her and turns her into a human sprinkler system. Like it's over yeah. the top, but of what we would expect from the leprechaun thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, He is no. guilty yeah. of Freddy Krueger ring, which is something I'm not as super fun with. Like when it's not good enough that he kills you, but he makes fun of you and laughs at you as you're dying. <laughs> yeah. But
2: I mean, like that's, that's that, that's that,
0: Leprechaun. I get it.
2: Yeah, that that that's lepre- Leprechaun. And they did go too many times to the well with that sort of selfie gag. Yeah. I mean, once or twice, but and it was like just they came on top of each other. So after a while, I'm like, wow.
0: Anytime you're doing a gag that's right now today, like super hip, you're immediately yeah. aging your movie. <laughs> yeah. People will watch this and hey, remember when people were obsessed with selfie sticks and all of this? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, Leprechaun returns. I will say this though: I think I really am done with 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 the Leprechaun films. We, I, I always, like, I always sort of knew that we were sort of swimming in below the at the bottom of the barrel, you know, type anything's. But it is good to sort of be, you know, refreshing that hopefully we're going on to smarter horror films. Because yeah, because I agree. I, I, out of all of the sort of rank and review film series, this by far is. Probably the worst. And I say that lovingly, Leprechaun fans. I like, again, I I I
0: might be in the mood to watch a dumb slasher movie and like, I'll throw in a random Friday the 13th. I'll throw in a random nightmare on Elm street. Like I might show somebody Leprechaun in space on a right night. Just, just, just to give them the experience of it. Yeah. But, yeah, like I said uh, at the beginning of this sort of odyssey that we came on, like, I got a really good deal on all eight of the Leprechaun movies at once. And then as I was looking at the packaging, <laughs> once I got it home, a little bit of buyer's remorse set in. I was like, how many of these are going to be any good? <laughs> uh, again, I, I, I think this last entry... Uh, like if this had been leprechaun two instead of leprechaun eight, I would yeah. be really interested to see where the series was going <laughs> yeah but yeah. this is leprechaun yeah. eight and like yeah, no, no uh, I, when when
2: yeah <laughs> i guess I guess I'm just like mad that this is a you know a slasher film series and dr G- Dr Giggles never made it past like the starting
0: line or I'm there's just... been no secret to behind the mask even. Yeah, uh, like even yeah. Th- flawed though that may be, uh, give me more of that, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess we've stopped talking about Leprechaun Returns. Is there anything else you want to say, or should we get into the ranks?
2: I say that Shocker also should have got a sequel. That's how much I don't care about <laughs> Leprechaun Returns No, Oof. that's me. That's me. <laughs> you know what, Leprechaun Returns as a sequel? Yeah, it's definitely one of the stronger ones. Um, it does have impressive uh, special effects and murders. Um, as a sort of talking, joke, joking, uh, psychopathic, homicidal slasher film, it's one of many. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, again. And I, I do kind of miss Warwick Davis. I don't know what exactly he brought that this guy didn't. I don't think this guy sucked, but it wasn't no, Warwick no, but Davis.
2: I, I thought he was, he was good. Yeah, he—he just—he had a little nastier, nastier edge to him.
0: All right, two months in, let's do the rank, brother.
2: All right.
0: So after two months. of leprechauning and we did this right through saint patrick's day yep. <laughs> eight leprechaun films one week at a time here yep. lee beckman and i sit to rank yep. all eight of the leprechaun movies please mr beckman what was your least favorite leprechaun movie and why
2: Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you for for being here (laughs) to all the audiences out there.
0: I feel like I should apologize to you, frankly, rather than you thanking me. (laughs) Well,
2: no, but I mean, whose idea was this, though? I mean, I think, I can't remember, but really, like, we've been hard on this series somewhat. What is, like, one good thing that came out of watching the Leprechaun film series Larry. What is the what is something that you've
0: learned? Well, I think I actually like the metric especially of uh uh doing a franchise thing, uh doing the reviews one at a time, like a week at a time I mean. Yep. I do find when I watch them all and then have to review do the reviews all at once, sometimes the episodes will get a little bit blurred in my head.
2: Yeah, I did have to go back and look at the narratives of of at least, like, I think, the first four films, just to make sure I got... Well, right
0: before we hit correctly. record, I was, like, confirming. Yeah, third was the one in Vegas. Okay, right, yeah, because... yeah. But it would be much worse if I was trying to review and remember all of it all at once, as opposed to taking the approach of one at a time. So I like yeah. that as an approach, especially to doing an episode where it's a series. Yeah. Uh, so that's a good thing. And I still come out a fan of Warwick Davis. I still have a lot of affection for that guy. But I I will be 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 ranking these eight movies the same way you are. But I I still would have a real hard time, like, warmly endorsing most of them.
2: (laughs) No, this is really for, like, hardcore film nerds, horror movie completists, and and leprechaun fans. And, like, for all those out there, which I'm sure none of our, our audience members list are, or maybe you know what maybe there are who knows it could be full of, full of crack. so I don't know but it's yeah
0: it's a journey yeah. it's a journey that's sort of a, a that, that takes somebody full circle yeah. from from I, being I, I, like the adolescent kid who watches the leprechaun movies because that's what they do instead of having sex to the middle-aged married men who watch leprechaun movies because that's what they do instead yeah, of having sex. sex.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's not too much information. I can edit that. <laughs> oh oh. <laughs> I feel
2: I, I feel a tumor growing. right,
0: right uh, in the feelings. Let's try this again. So what was your old. okay the ranks.
2: Yes,
0: What was the your ranks. least favorite leprechaun movie and why?
2: <laughs> Alright, so at number eight. I have the brilliantly, brilliantly conceived yet middling executed Leprechaun Two. I mean, I I, I would rather sh- you know talk about this brilliant muffin recipe than talk about Leprechaun Two because it was my least favorite. So let's start off with. First of all, you you, you get some like flour, but it's some, no. Never mind, Leprechaun <laughs> Two. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, at number seven, I have the original. Leprechaun. I I really can't believe that this film started a spawn. You know, started as a, a film series. I can watch Friday the Thirteenth and understand why. This it, it's such a slog and a chore, and it's I I've never really found Jennifer Aniston all that attractive. Good for her. This is her first big movie, um, but it it was tedious to get through Leprechaun this time, and I think this is the third time I've seen it. I don't know. That's number seven. And that's
0: where we started.
2: (laughs) All right, Number six. And this is where I just... I can't decide if I'm putting this as low as it is because I was more excited for it and I was so hugely disappointed. Leprechaun Into the Hood. This movie, it, it had its moments and I wanted so much more for it. And I can't believe I'm actually saying that about a Leprechaun film. So, I just, I don't know, just Leprechaun, Into the Hood, it's, it's just, it's not a good movie.
0: It is and no good. It is up to no good.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I, and I just, I, I feel ashamed that I was even excited for a Leprechaun film. Yeah. Still there. So, number five, we have Leprechaun Origins, and it, it was controversially put here because I production-wise, it is better than some of the other films that are going to appear on the list before before this. It, it is a somewhat effectively made monster film, monster movie, slasher film, but it's not a quote unquote leprechaun film. And I'm judging this fil- this film list as a quote unquote leprechaun film. So, Leprechaun Origins is number five. All right. All right. Number four, Leprechaun Back to the Hood. <laughs> Um, once again, I don't know if this is to do with sort of expectations. I was disappointed with the with Into the Hood or Back to the Hood. I don't know. Just Leprechaun, Back to the Back to the Hood. I didn't dislike it. That's all I'm gonna say. Leprechaun Three. This is like when you know Brian Trenchard-Smith. You know, and and if, if anything, I'm happy you know for learning about this director, this prolific director who's pumped out a lot of exploitation movies. This was his first one. There was some, at least some kind of weird vibe to Leprechaun 3 that I appreciated. And that just bizarre, almost so bad, it's good. It, it, once, again, once again, there's not enough craziness to sustain, given this a somewhat positive, you, you know, you really should see this kind of movie kind of way. But Leprechaun 3, it's, it's it, it was the start of something good. I feel <laughs> that song coming on. Number two leprechaun returns and i'm not saying this as like this is a great slasher monster movie series but as the sequel goes leprechaun returns as a film in the series is somewhat strong and and i say that sort of surprisingly so you guess it number one if you ever have a a so bad it's good film night (laughs) you really should strongly suggest leprechaun 4 in space there's just something about it that it's just I, I, on a different night this movie you would hate this movie you would hate this movie but in the right mood in the hey with the right kind of people <laughs> in the right kind of atmosphere leprechaun 4 in space is brilliant schlock so there's my list
0: there it is <clears throat> well well we have very different lists i have to say i I was starting to think uh during the bottom half of your list that we might go zero for for eight if that was possible um, wow, you like the Leprechaun in the Hood movies more than I do, apparently. Yeah. I think that's that's what the problem was. Um, I don't think we're gonna get in a fight over any of these, though. I'm not gonna no, be like, no, how, like, how dare a you say? It,
2: really grading different, you know, different shades of brown on the shit pile.
0: Um, like I, had, I, the the bottom two fl- switched places. In the end, I put Leprechaun back to the hood at the very bottom because although arguably it's better in a lot of ways than Leprechaun in the hood, uh, which is number seven, I enjoyed the badness within Leprechaun in the hood more than I enjoyed the badness of Leprechaun back to the hood. There is stuff in Leprechaun in the hood that you can just laugh at. Like, those fly girl zombie dancers, that shit is straight up embarrassing, like, Birdemic level, holy shit. Like, that is cringe level, (laughs) like, uh, hide under your chair, curb your enthusiasm, like, embarrassing. Plus, it has weird cameos. Coolio and Ice-T are in that movie, you know? I I just, yeah, I know. Like I said, I, I
2: feel almost embarrassed for having expectations of a leprechaun film
0: well and like i said when we reviewed it part of the problem was that i I was coming off of leprechaun in space and i wanted it to be good and it did not deliver for me so yes in eight back to the hood in seventh place leprechaun in the hood in sixth place leprechaun origins I I I don't know why I feel so betrayed by the fact that the Leprechaun was denied a personality but that is the thing as a, as a horror movie by itself between the acting and the production values it's better made than most of these movies but we're grading these as Leprechaun franchise movies and I think that this is the furthest off the path that we stray from what Leprechaun. I what, whatever I in my head define as a leprechaun movie this one's the furthest away from it so uh although i will applaud some of the production values always like brendan fletcher and it has that great axe to the face kill (laughs) but no no not gonna happen all the way in fifth place the original leprechaun which is so bland it is like (laughs) it's eating like uh I don't know. Mini mini wheat cereal without milk. It's like yeah. it's just there's nothing to it. Like you would never watch this movie and believe you know they made 7 sequels to this like yeah. seriously. Yeah. I'm amazed they, they finished it. making this one for God's sake. <laughs>
2: This is why I'm shocked it's as high as you put it, but okay.
0: Well, it's in fifth place. Um, I think the one that you'll be really shocked is the one that's in fourth place, which I believe you put at rock bottom, which was Leprechaun 2. But Here's the thing. I think Leprechaun 2 improves on Leprechaun 1 in certain ways in that it gives the Leprechaun a bigger world to play in it establishes more of his powers uh the thing that really kills leprechaun too is some of the acting in it like yep. our two main romantic leads are brutal right yes. A- and there's some racism some not so subtle racism to be found in it but again sort of like uh leprechaun in the hood there's stuff to laugh at and smirk at in it and uh I found it easier to laugh at this episode than I did some of the other ones, I guess. But this is this is the toxic fucking well that we're sinking in when Leprechaun 2 ranks number four, like at the halfway point in the list. Fucking ouch. But now we finally oh, start no to difference. agree. Love it. Love it. <laughs> we Love start to it. agree now though. In third place, Leprechaun 3. Putting the leprechaun in Vegas makes a lot of sense. There was some funny stuff with the gangsters and the B characters, so it wasn't all just the Leprechaun for the Zingers. That weird robot kill thing that happens in that movie. Like there's some strange charm to Leprechaun 3. Not enough that I would give it a positive review overall, yes. but enough that it would rank higher on the list than a lot of other leprechauns. Yes. I agree. You agree. In second place, we're in agreement yet again, Leprechaun returns. I'm amazed to give a sci-fi original feature, uh, that high of a rank, but it is the most respectful sequel of all of them by a large degree. It's a more respectful sequel than, than Leprechaun in space really, but it it cares where it came from more than any other movies. And it, it, it tries to respect the rules that were established. And, uh, it's like trying to be a true sequel a respectful true sequel and to even to something ridiculous. And I appreciate them, you know, having that much respect for the original filmmakers, you know, uh, it's, it's again, a completely so, so movie when all is said and done. But, uh, I think it's the closest thing to recognizing the balance of the, the humor and the, and the horror that the Leprechaun franchise represents. Number one has to be the absolutely insane Leprechaun 4 in space because it completely stands by itself. I would encourage anybody to watch it and not watch any of the other Leprechaun movies. You don't need anything to catch yourself up with this. And, yeah, there's secondary villains because the Leprechaun himself doesn't seem to be enough, but it's such a weird, colorful, perverse... <laughs> like, you you can't unwatch Leprechaun in space. Yeah, um, yeah. And, uh, you know, it it might actually dethrone Jason in space for being, like, the, quote, greatest horror franchise installment in space. It certainly wow. beats Critters in space. It certainly beats Hellraiser in space. <laughs> it's only wow. real competition is Jason X, really, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and uh, I don't know. This one knows how stupid it is. Sometimes I'm not sure Jason X does. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that's the level of movie that I'm grading it at. So this movie's like, it's it's punching the same way as Jason in space. Okay. <laughs> and in yeah, that's 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 my list. I was about to say number one. That that is number one. That is number one. Leprechaun in space. So just a, proud of you. a quick recap. Eight. Back to the hood. Seven Leprechaun in the Hood, six Leprechaun Origins, five Leprechaun, four Leprechaun 2, three Leprechaun 3, two Leprechaun Returns, and number one, of course, Leprechauns in Space! And after two months of recording, Lee and Larry's Irish adventure comes to a close. (laughs) No. I
2: feel so sad. (laughs)
0: Thank you so much for doing this, and uh, we're going to tackle another franchise, but but let's keep it a secret for the time being. All right. Shh. Be well, brother. Well. You too. Funny, uh, doing the episode this way, doing a review once a week... It, it helped me to differentiate the individual chapters of Leprechaun because sometimes when I watch them all in a bunch, that they kind of bleed into each other. But I can't understate how energized and excited Mr. Beckman was by some of these reviews. I try to be more disciplined and I don't want the reviews to go much more than 20 minutes, half an hour max. And there's plenty of times within this episode where I pulled the plug early and we stopped recording. But Lee continued to talk leprechaun for several minutes afterwards. As much as he was playing, like he didn't dig the leprechaun, I think he digged the leprechaun a little bit. A little bit. But that's why we love Mr. Lee Beckman. Because he gives it his all in everything he does. If you have feedback for your host and random Canadian Larry Parsons or for my guest, Mr. Lee Beckman, you can send that to rankandreview at gmail.com. That's R-A-N-K-N R-E-V-I-E-W at gmail.com. The website is rankandreview.ca. Rank and Review drops every other Wednesday. Thank you so much for your ears. Please tell that other movie fan in your life about the show. And we'll talk to you again real soon.